the very best team in the NBA's Western Conference. We are going to get to that. And we had an action-packed night of hoops last night. Uh, we had a couple triple-doubles, one including blocks. Uh, had a couple upsets. Also had a MVP showdown. And then we had a matchup for the top teams in the conference, which we will start at because we're starting with the very best teams in the West. Did you guys see the Timberwolves and the Clippers play last night? I actually stayed up late to watch that game. Yes, I did. I'm cutting first and half. Or was that might be a little bit different than Mars is staying up late, but I, I, <laughs> I stayed up late to watch that game. And uh, some things got exposed that I'm very pleased about. I think we're going to have to start killing this Rudy Gobert liability logic because what the Clippers did, in the words of Mars and the small ball merchant, they screwed themselves up. And why did they screw themselves up? Because the small ball works when you have shooters around the perimeter. Well, it doesn't work when you have Russell Westbrook on the floor. Because you know what you can do now? You can put Rudy Gobert on Russell Westbrook, and he doesn't have to crowd the long ball line. But now what that does to the Clippers is that screws them up. Because why? Because now you got a small man on a big man, and now you can throw the ball into the post, which is what Minnesota did last night in transition and in the half court, which is what destroyed the Clippers. So I'm watching this crew. I thought that. I thought that Jaden McDaniels did a great job on Kawhi Leonard. As good as Kawhi Leonard is, as 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 crafty as he is, I thought Jaden McDaniels did a great job in keeping him away from the basket and making him make tough shots when he had the basketball. Um, just like Mars, you said to me, when are we going to start talking about Bobby Porters? When are we going to start talking about Paul George? I, I, I'd like to know when we're going to start talking about him because that train is slowing down, Mars. Yes, it is. It's coming to a grinding halt. Uh, last week, um, he was 14.4 rebounds a game on 23% shooting last week. That's what was going on with him. He's slowing down slowly but surely. People keep forgetting that, you know, Paul Joe, I think he's 34 this year. So he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's still got it, but he's getting a little long in the tooth. So I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not, there's a reason why I'm not solely on board with the Clippers because I know who they are. And I like what I saw from Minnesota last night. I did. And the idea that they still have a half-court issue. I said this to you guys before. They were up 15 going into the fourth quarter. That's six games now over the last two weeks that they had almost a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter. Their offense, their half-court offense isn't the problem. The problem is getting the ball to the right people and closing games. That's it. I mean, well, so with that game, like I said, I, I like chills. Chill's thought on McDaniels. I thought he defensive was very impressive there. Definitely got to give him credit there. Made Kawhi take a lot of tough shots. I, I just think it was look, last week people were talking about Paul George being the best player on the Clippers. He just said, you know, this was just a rough game for him. So it was. It, it was literally check the group chat. I think he had a big game last week. He's like, oh, fact, okay. yeah, you know, Paul George, best player on the Clippers. I said the Clippers again, one of the hottest teams in the league. They had a bad night shooting. You know, they were just missing shots too. You know, it's about to happen. Do I think Minnesota's defense played a big role? You mentioned Rudy Gobert. Yes, that double big man lineup definitely going to give them give uh give give the clip give the Clippers problems. I think good big men would do that in general against the Clippers. Cat had a good game. Uh, Rudy Gobert had a good game. So even at the end, was having a kind of an okay game. Didn't need to be spectacular for them to win this game. I think definitely shows a lot. I'm not worried about the Clippers. I think the Clippers are still real contenders. Can definitely make it out the West. Still the hottest team in the league. You know, over over the past what 25, 26 games, the hottest team in the league. Not too worried, but Minnesota defensively definitely showed me a lot. And, you know, a, a team that you got to look out for. Mars, you seen the game? 
Uh, I've seen portions of it. I don't. I don't watch it in its totality, but um, it's interesting to me how many teams have one player out there, seemingly at all times, who just doesn't need to be guarded. That that's. Um, I speak about it all the time for OKC, and obviously I'm like that. That shouldn't work. Blah blah blah. And then someone in the comments yesterday, I can't remember their name, said a lot of teams have that problem. I refuted it because I didn't agree. And I was like, outside of bigs, most teams play with a bunch of shooters around around everyone else, especially the good teams. And then I watched the Clippers put Russell Westbrook on the court and then see how he gets defended. And I start thinking, maybe he can't play in the playoffs that much. Because... I've seen I've seen the same thing in 2020 where he was hurt in the bubble, so I don't like blame him entirely. But Anthony Davis was guarding him because you just allow your big man to roam off, protect the rim, and it kind of messes up the whole offense. So I wanted to ask you guys, assuming this is how Russell Westbrook gets defended in the playoffs, which would make sense. I, I think most teams are aware of this little game plan. How much can he play? Or do you just have to put James Harden off the ball and then give Russell Westbrook the ball? Is is that the counter? Like, what's the well, answer for this Russell Westbrook problem? Well, well, the the, the the second part doesn't work, Mars, because now I mean that's the reason why you got James Harden. So when you get into meeting into the meat and potatoes of the game, you could put Russell Westbrook in the corner. So before James Harden was on the crew, you had Russ as your primary ball handler. And when you got late in the games, okay, you can take you can now take Russ off the ball, and he could be basically an escape valve in the dunker spot. You can possibly put him in the mid range where he can possibly get down, possibly get downhill. But for the most part, it was going to be Paul George and Kawhi Leonard being your primary ball handlers when you got late in games. Well, now you got James Harden. Russ doesn't shoot, so when you go to that small lineup, now what you do is you make Russ expendable. Because now he's what what he's he's the same logic with Rudy Gobert, where he's not guardable. And the, the person that I thought about yesterday when I was watching this, when I thought about you, Mars, was you talked about Reggie Jackson. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Russ is, I think Russ is in that same category where there might be a series where Russ isn't playable as much off the strength that teams go small. And when these teams go small, you got to be able to knock down shots. And if Russ can't do that, we can't have him on the floor. Yeah. It's- Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, Ox. Um, uh, I, I think yeah, I think it's looking like right. Darvin Ham today. That's good. That's crazy. Darvin Ham, what's that mean? Oh, that's crazy. I'm never gonna comment on what he did. Oh, but back, back to Westbrook. Back to Westbrook. Yeah, I think his his uh, minutes in the playoffs. I think it might come down to just kind of the matchups and how they do. If they go down 2-0 in a series, he's the first guy getting cut of that cut of that rotation. I think that'll definitely be something they'll look at, especially if other teams do leave him open. Um, but if they, I, I think if they win, you know, and if they're playing well, they'll still keep in rotation. Will he play more than 20 minutes a game? Probably not. Does it have to come to that though, Jalen? Does it have to come to us going 2-0 in a hole? Does it have to come to that? I mean, to pull the plug, I, I think I so. I, I, I don't they know if it has well? to come to that though. I, I the, reason mean, why, the reason why I don't think it has to come to that is because. I think that scouting early, we can recognize, I don't know if Russ should be playing late in games. That's what I'm thinking about. Because to go 2-0 in a hole with the Clippers, yeah. knowing who they are, I think they go to pieces. 
Now, I, I can see that, especially late in games, him for, uh, for sure not. And I think you still have Amir Coffee, Norman Powell. I think Norman mm-hmm. Powell can absorb most of those minutes and even give Amir Coffee additional minutes. So if he gets completely cut out of the rotation, I could see it. But I probably expect him to play maybe again, probably start out in the 15 to 20 minute range and things go south. I don't I don't like what you're insinuating there, Chelsea. Like what is what does that mean? What does what like, mean? Like knowing who who they are, they go to pieces. Like okay. I mean, so, what is what does that mean? Kawhi Kawhi Leonard's not a guy that we think of as a as a mentally weak folding type individual. So um, James that, James Harden James Harden's not definitely right there, has not right there big ox. Flip around flip around what you just said. Okay, mentally weak. However, what kind yeah, of but that's not that's not that's not there we that's go. Not, that's not that's not a two old that's not a two old thing. No, that has nothing that has nothing to do with what what status you are in a in a uh a, a series. Like it has everything if you get, if you get, you if you get hurt if you get hurt you get hurt. Right. So you know physically fragile. Like, not, We've seen him go to pieces. So the same thing happened last year. He he went to pieces. They went down 2-0. Series over. They're done. Yeah, but it's not it's not indicative on what the series is. Like if you get hurt, you get hurt. You can get he can get he can get hurt tomorrow. He could have got hurt last night. He could you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's not it's not like that. I'm I'm thinking you're more so talking about like a mental situation. Like okay, I mean, we we there's there's examples of everybody. Everybody, there's an example of everybody folding mm-hmm. at some point in their career. Correct. Um, and all, all the greats, the majority of the greats have had serious letdowns in the correct. playoffs. So I don't, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, other than doors. Well, yeah, I said the majority. Well, but 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 the difference with that logic, though, Ox, is the guys that you're talking about, that we have everybody, mm-hmm. the guys that we're talking about are all on one team. We've all seen these dudes at one point go to pieces. Now they're all on one team. So now there's a higher probability of at minimum one of these dudes going to pieces. Just mentally, we've, there's a high probability of one of them. And we've also got a guy who we've seen him physically go to pieces. That's a recipe for disaster with this crew. A couple guys. Paul George is That's a recipe for disaster with this crew. Big Ox, you and me have had this conversation. I think that you are looking at this team from a talent standpoint. And if I'm looking at it like that, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. We should already be setting up the parade on Figueroa for the for the championship to be with the Clippers if we're, if okay. we're going at it from a talent standpoint. However, we've seen James Harden go to pieces in the playoffs mentally. We've seen Russell Westbrook. I mean, I've watched Russell Westbrook shoot 93 shots in two games in the playoffs as a lead guard. I've seen mm-hmm. that before. I've we don't got to worry about that no more, Chilton. Well, it de- it depends on how long he's on the floor. It, it that depends on how long he's on the floor. So, um, it, it 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 a lot of this stuff is predicated on one guy with the Clippers and the physical health of Kawhi Leonard. I don't think they could beat Minnesota four times. I don't because the rotations that the Minnesota Timberwolves have and how big they are, how they utilize those big guys. I don't think the Clippers can beat them. I don't. Uh, I I want to get back to the point that. Mars was making about Russ. Um, and I see it from two different standpoints because obviously I'm probably the biggest Russ fan up here, maybe the biggest Russ fan out there in this room full of 824 people that still haven't liked the video. But um I think that Russ is playable in the playoffs, and I do think like a matchup, like for instance, last night, it's like a 50-50 thing with Russ, and you gotta gauge it as a coach, see how it starts going because we, we in that type of situation, Russ can get going and he can explode for 
a game where, well, with this Clippers team, he could have a good 15, seven and seven game and easily have that in 20 minutes. And he win you the game based off his spark plug uh, type type game and playing defense, getting some timely assists and buckets and stuff like that. And Russ can't cook Gobert. And it could be the, the reverse like last night where it's a basically a shit show. Russ, you're shooting terrible shots. You're getting your shot blocked. You're throwing turnovers. You're basically just a liability out there. You're not making your open threes, things like that. So it can be, it can go two different ways with Russ. And it can easily go extremely left and it can easily go extremely right. But also, too, this Clippers team, the way that they're built, they can play without Russ. They can easily take Russ out the lineup and have James at point guard. They can even put Terrence Mann at point guard or just run point guard by committee. They still have Norman Powell coming off the bench. They can easily get, you know, like, but we we all forget about Norman Powell. They 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 got ways around not playing Russ. And nobody forget about Norman Powell. Yeah, he's a they, they good either way it goes. Like if it's like Russ, if you're out here just playing like a like a spaz, all right, <laughs> we'll win the series without you. But if you do want to come and play the right way, and if you do contribute, and he for the most part he has been playing like that over the last stretch of games, last since James Harden's got there for the most part. But you know they're 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 good with or without Russ. He's not going to be the first one out of rotation. Though. It's time. Russ is. You know who's going to be the first one out of rotation if they start losing. That big man. He could. Oh, Zubak. Yeah, you know he's going straight smooth. I, like, he, he yeah. taking us out. He I, I actually think Zubak got to be out there more. I like Zubak. I always wonder why he doesn't get the hey, You go. You got to talk to Ty Lue. You know he's yeah, allergic to play that's players. True, yeah. I, I, Zubak, that, to me, is a good defender. Rebounds the ball. You know, can get you buckets. I don't know why he doesn't play 30 minutes a night. Because Ty Lue is his coach? Zubak, Zubak is more valuable than Russ. But he, he can't possibly bench Zubak and Mason Plumley both if they're playing the Timberwolves. Oh, yeah, he's gonna try, he's gonna try to spread the Timberwolves out of course, and force Kat and Rudy to guard on the perimeter. He'll try to run five out before he runs two bigs. Yeah, Ty, Ty Lu trying to he's he, he trying to get the Cancun. That's that's that line up if there's multiple that line bigs, one hundred percent he is. He yeah, wants to get the bigs out, so he's open. Yeah, he, tries, he tries to play five out. He's not gonna match bigs with bigs. He's gonna match bigs with smalls mm. and make the bigs guard on the perimeter. That's just what I he hate that so much. I Which works, like, Mars. Right, right. That's Which, that's all I was gonna say. Time. It, it's it's been a it, it's proven to work, but that doesn't mean it's gonna work every time. Like sometimes mm. they're big. You got to stay big and just you know what I'm saying match match it and, and just play. You know, still have a better scheme. Like that's not the only option. Against big teams, just to go smaller. Mm. Right? <laughs> That's I'm crazy watching. to get stuck Nassism. in that mindset. I'm, I'm watching Russell Westbrook get switched on to Rudy Gobert, and I'm thinking to myself, "There's no way that I'm the only one who sees this. Coach sees this too. That Russell Westbrook is covering Rudy Gobert in the post, and with Russ covering Rudy Gobert in the post, and Kawhi Leonard covering Rudy Gobert in the post, as deficient or as not good as Rudy Gobert is in the post, you got to give him the ball." You have to give them the ball because we can't overcomplicate this. Sometimes we come up here and we kind of overcomplicate stuff, but in the end, I got a small man on a big guy. Get a big guy the ball. It's really and it was really that simple last night. You had a small man on a big guy. Russ is switched on to Rudy Gobert. Throw the ball in the post. Rudy's dunking the basketball. You got a small man, Kawhi Leonard, on a big guy. Rudy Gobert. Throw the ball in the post. You got the big guy scoring. It's not diff. That was not difficult. That was not difficult at all. And they basically held the Clippers 
to one shot plenty of times. With them holding them to one shot, they was able to speed up their transition game too. So I'm having a difficult time seeing the Clippers beat these dudes four times, especially when they run that lineup. Cool, All right, fellas. I, I got a super chat and also Cheese just gifted five player choice memberships. Word. Shout out to every single person that got one of those memberships. And ultimately, shout out to Cheese. You a good brother, Cheese. You a good brother. Um, Lonnie Williams said the Wizards asked Kuzma if he wanted to go to the Mavs. And Kuzma said, I wanted to stay. <laughs> you can't tell me he cares about winning. And I still don't know how I got my merch before Ox. Yeah, shout out Lonnie in the press box. Great football. I'm going to be back. I, I got to call UPS. This is crazy. Mm. Yo, I'm going to tell y'all like this. Kuz don't want to play with Luca. Simple. I told y'all already. Don't nobody nobody want to play with Luca. He, he's not trying Kuz to. Kuz already won. <laughs> he's already yeah. won. Yeah, he, yeah, he got, got his ring. I guess he got his ring. That is weird, though. I mean, why would you? I mean, let's be real, though. Why would you want to stay in Washington over or Dallas? How would we feel about Luca? That's still you put Kuzma on that team. With he has the ball in his hands in Washington. That was, I was getting ready to say that. I'm, like, I mean, yes. I'm, the, I'm the man here. He's already won. He's already won. I get So, why can't he have fun playing basketball having the ball in his hands? I mean, hey, if that if that's that, I get you. But if you want to win, that's, he's right though. He doesn't want to win. He, if he cares more about having the basketball hat, having fun, getting up his shots, getting his stats, that's cool. You know, do you? You're still getting paid. But I mean, going to go going again. I, show, I, I, show I, I think, a little bit. I think I think a lot of people are surprised with not how little NBA players care about winning. They want to win, but there's a few things that will come before them winning. I'm going to be honest. There's a few things that will come before a majority of them win. Now, the all-time greats who, like, understand their legacy and all of that, depending on that, Mm. sure. But for everyone else who knows there's no legacy talks for Kyle Kuzma. No, there's none. (laughs) Get your bag. Have fun hooping. (laughs) Average 20. Like, that's what he wants to do. His legacy isn't dependent on him Mm. winning. Now, AD, LeBron, Luca, Steph, KD... Yeah, their legacy is dependent on them winning for most people. So, yeah, they probably got to go pursue that. No one's going to be discussing Kyle Kuzma once he retires, unless he has a podcast when he retires. No one's going to be discussing Kyle Kuzma legacy. So he might as well go get a bag and go average as many points as he can. And he's chilling. Like, I see you, Kuz. I'm with you. Nobody's talking about me like LeBron James. Nobody's talking about me like... Nobody's talking about me like... When he retires. No one's going to care. If I can play 12, 15 years and make $250 million doing it, yes, let's do it. I'm I mean, if, 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 if he won. Yeah, it's still going to say NBA champion 2020. That's what it's going to say. Yeah. He already but, has that. So but if good. Kuzma won like three rings, he'd be re- kind of remembered as a guy who was who, who was a piece on championship teams. You know, got okay. two buckets. Would he that that now? Or, remember, or be known by his friends and family as the guy who made over $200 million. Right. He can still get. He can still get his two hundred. Yeah, from playing next to two max contract guys, he's not making that type no. of money. When rings, he's not 170, 200, you know. Plus, Jalen, what are they? What are they? What's the It's a bad. We still live in the same neighborhood. I don't know what you're talking about. But even with that being said, Jalen, what what are they doing in Washington? Okay, so they signed Kuzma. They they signed. Uh, they traded for. Um, oh man! Don't even mention his name. Don't. He, oh man! They, 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 
Terrible. That's, another one. That's another one who said his, his oh, legacy is set. Right. This, 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 they traded for him. This was actually a plan. This wasn't like them. So that's legacy like, landmarks? They, they, they actually do have a plan. Get legacy set go to Washington? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. They do, have a, they do have a plan in Washington. And it's young guys. It's Kuzma. I think Kuzma is what, 26? Something like that. 26, 27. Kuzma, Kuzma and Poole. They actually are trying to do something with Trey. This just isn't working. Yeah. Not right now. It's not. Maybe if you kept these dudes, maybe if you kept these dudes together for a little while longer, maybe we could work something out by adding another piece. But in the meantime, they are trying to do something in Washington. The only way Kuz, like the only way I could go to Dallas is if I saw myself getting more money. Like I'm not gonna like like Mar said, he already got a ring. He's not gonna be talked to. He's not gonna be a top seventy five. He's not gonna be a legacy guy at this point. You know what I'm saying? To me, as a hooper, I'd rather be able to just play ball than stand in the corner and watch Luka dribble. So um, I'm staying in Washington. That's to me, that's an obvious yeah. decision for a guy like Kyle Kuzma. Like, that definitely. You know. I'm I'm like I I don't know Kyle Kuzma personally. This is an inside information. I'm 95% sure part of his thought processes was I don't want to be a spot shooter for a team that isn't guaranteed to win a championship. <laughs> right. Like, when I, I Huh? I don't know. When he might have signed an extension. I, don't I think, know. It's, I, I think it's this years. season because he signed. He signed a three-year when he left. When he left the Lakers, he signed a three-year deal for like forty million dollars, forty-one million. No, he, so he's tied down for a few more years, but he, then he, he must have just got an extension. He can be he playing for his contract after that, and him averaging twelve what? points versus him averaging twenty-two in two straight uh -huh. seasons. He's probably going to do it next year. Probably yeah, average yeah. twenty the year after that. That's going to help him in his contract yeah. negotiations once his contract expires. So even though he's got a little, he's 28, by the way, just turned 28. Yeah. Oh no, he's turning 29 in July. So oh, he's yeah. 30 club. He almost had 30 club. So yeah, he's he probably trying to get one more, more large more contract for his career. Yeah. That's what he's got, trying to do. Probably got five more years at this yeah. level. And then yeah, the let, him get, let him get his last big contract in 27. And then he'll be on his way. But yeah. also, that ring, that ring that's 10 years, by the way, Mark. That's 10 years. In so in 27, I'll be 10 years in the league. And then I can get another four-year deal. That's 14 years. 14 years playing in the league, probably made over $200 million. I'm good. Plus one NBA championship, and I'll walk off into the sunset. But now let's, let's look at the longevity of the situation, though. So let's say Kuzma signs one more good four-year contract. Towards the end of that four-year contract, I could see a, a contending team trading for him to be six-man rotation player. But even then, even if that contract ends – he can still go and sign somewhere like, let's say right now, for instance, if, if he was 35 right now, 34, 35, seeing that he ages pretty well, you got a, a four a four or five that can stretch the floor, put the ball on the floor bare, minimally, get buckets. That's a good guy that a lot of contending teams will want to be in their rotation and come off the bench. So, Ron, you you saying in the, in what's like six years, Kuz is going to be what what um, what Nick, Nick Batum was a couple seasons ago? Yeah, ring chasing. Like he's okay. he still can get another ring later That's on at the end of his career. He don't need to spend his prime ring chasing. That's what exactly. basically right. Especially not with Luca. Right. You're not gonna have no fun playing basketball. Right. Now, if I was him, I, I'd happily stand in the corner if it meant I thought I was getting a championship. Now in Dallas, nah, I don't I don't really think so. But generally speaking, I would do that. But like I said, most NBA players, meh, uh, meh. I heard Gary Harris say it. He'd rather have a max contract than an NBA championship. That's a, to sense. me that makes that that's obvious. Like yeah, my like, grandkids and my grandkids can't eat this ring. Facts. Like it, it makes sense. Like I understand as fans, it's like oh, winning should trump everything. But 
this is also their job. This is their livelihood. If they had to choose between winning a ring as a role player, which is who these players were talking about, or providing for their family long-term and their future generations, building up generational wealth from families that likely haven't had that before because mm-hmm. we understand like most of these NBA players haven't come from something. So like, likely haven't had that before. They're going to choose that every time. Like They're going to choose... $50 million contracts, $100 million contracts over a championship they won where no one even gives them credit for the championships. No one. Like when LeBron wins a ring, it's, oh, LeBron now has another ring. It's not, hey, shout out to KCP, man. Yeah, KCP's an NBA. Like no one's doing that. <laughs> KCP has two rings. No one brings up KCP's two rings. Nobody. Because no one cares about role players' championships. So get your money. Robert yeah, Orr, forgot about KCP's first ring. Robert Robert Orby got seven of them. He might be, <laughs> and he only gets brought up to discredit MJ by LeBron fans. That's, that's the only reason yeah. Robert Orry gets brought up. Is Robert Orry better than Jordan? Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> whole legacy right now is being used to discredit MJ. That's his whole legacy right now. Right. Rob Ory was dope, though. Like, yeah, and, and he hit some, <laughs> some big ass shots, too. He I, was, I think Rob's the only bring up that's Tamar's point, and that's Tamar's point. As dope as he was, all we talk about is the seven rings he got that's more than Jordan, so we'll never talk about his game. Yeah, and that's the problem. I'll give you everybody but Robert, and it is a little bit with Robert Ory, but Robert Ory still got a couple other. Stories that get told, like for instance, when Vladi Ivan hit yeah, the yeah. ball out to him and mm-hmm. he hit that one shot, you know. The point he, though, he, he gets credit. He gets he gets credit for that. But let's be honest, when we hear Robert Ori, the large majority of it is MJ's the he goat because he's got six rings. Well, Robert Ori's got seven. Does that make him the goat? Like that's ninety percent of why Robert Ori gets brought. That's that's crazy. But it's, what's even more crazy is to even. Like push that, push that line. Like keep Robert Ory out of this, you know. Man, that shout to Robert Ory, man. Very. Good it's guy. just that the the, the 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 point I feel like is is not every guy that comes into the league wants to be LeBron James. Not everybody that comes into the league wants to be Jordan or Lajuan. No, a lot of these dudes have a plan that yo, if I could play eight nine years, if I could play ten years and make some money, and in the process of that, be a good basketball player, then bet. That's awesome. But for the most part, not a lot of these dudes care about being awesome. Not a lot of them do. Gilbert Arenas is right. Everything he said, he literally says the whole thing. Players care. They want to get their money, take care of your yeah. family. You know, like you said, rings pr- carry a lot more weight for these all-time great players in the discussions, you know, Hall of Fame caliber. Yeah. They're trying to reach there for sure. Yeah. Because I was thinking, because you, you had brought up Kuzma and that with that super chat, why Kuzma wouldn't go to Dallas and – you know, maybe Kuzma wants to be on like what Joe Johnson was on. When Joe Johnson was in Phoenix, you know, Joe Johnson decided, y'all, I'm going to go somewhere else and I want to build my own legacy. Now, I'm probably not going to be an all-time great, but I'm going to build my own legacy and get paid in the process of doing it. He was trying to do something in Atlanta, but he didn't want to sit behind Sean Marion. He didn't want to sit behind Amari Stoudemire. He didn't want to sit behind Steve Nash. He wanted to be the guy that, yo, you're building it around me. Maybe Kuzma is thinking that, especially from a financial standpoint, where, yo, I could get my shots up. I can make the most money. And if we win, great. But if we don't, so I already got my championship. If I had to guess, Kuzma. I think he's looking at it like a Jeremy Grant situation. That, that's what that's what I think. Because Jeremy Grant is probably the blueprint for what a lot of these tertiary role players want. Mm-hmm. They want to prove they have value on good teams. Kuzma's done that, won a championship. Jeremy Grant didn't do that. 
Then Jeremy Grant goes off to Detroit, signs a good contract in Detroit, puts up numbers. We understand they weren't going to win anything, but he got paid a little bag to go to Detroit. Mm -hmm. It was like, what was it, 60 million or something? Three years, something like that. Yeah, yeah, so 20, he goes yeah. to Detroit. Then Detroit trade him to Portland. He's now on a playoff team, still balling out. And then guess what? Crazy extension by Portland. He's going to be making 36 million in four years. That's probably the Cal Kuzma blueprint. That's what he wants. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm gonna be honest, Jeremy Grant might have paved the way for these role players to get a bag. He might he might be quite inspirational. Because if I if I wasn't a superstar caliber player, Jeremy Grant is who I'd aspire to be. That type of bag. It's nice. <laughs> it's just family's taken care of. He's All right, this, yeah, no doubt. This is a good time to tell everybody to go ahead and like the video, and it's also a good time for us to show our gratitude and appreciation for everybody that's watching. Um, want to let you guys know that there will be a beautiful playback stream today with some guy named Gifted and another dude named Ron. We'll oh, be on there <laughs> watching. I don't even know what game we're watching. What, what are we watching today? Oh, we got the Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings. Should be a good one. Should be a good one. Um, but you guys come and join us. We're gonna have a good time. Chill did his thing yesterday. Uh, he was watching the Bucks and the Nuggets. That was a good game, had a good time. Uh, yo, y'all gonna get enough of going to chill too. <laughs> I'll talk about chill being there, just knocking you guys out left and right. It literally be a Royal Rumble, chill versus <laughs> chill versus chat. And he be wrecking y'all the whole time. But shout out to that stream. Shout which out is to corny, players. which is corny, Mars, because I, I, I want to watch the game. Let's talk some basketball. How about we do that? How about that? Can we can we do that instead of the goofies? Can we not do that? Can, can, can we just come in here and talk basketball it's in, instead of instead of the goofballs coming in here with with, with with the nonsense? Can we do that, please? Really be in there clunking. Your head <clears throat> it depends how entertaining the game is. If the game's close, folks on the game. But the game's have to get a blowout. You know, we we going left, right. We going somewhere it's else. Like that nephew. Chillis, chillis, it's easy to see, like who's here for basketball, and who's here just to talk. Right. Who's here to play around? Like it's, it's easy to see who. It, it, it doesn't take. Who ain't really here for who? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to see none of you goofies in the chat today. All right. Let me and get to talk real hoops. Um, goofies but, matter too. Goofies they they kind of do though, Jalen. It's <laughs> like the it's, it's like the villain in the movie. Like yeah. we need the villain. No doubt. We do we we do need the villain in the movie. Keep it interesting. Uh, shout out to www.playerschoicemerch.com. Go visit it. Go copy some in. Um, if you need Ox's address to try to get him some, hit me on the side and I got you. Um, also, it's about that time to go ahead and get into the title of the show. Uh, the very best team in the West. I want to ask you guys your power rankings for the top four teams in the West. I'm going to put the standings on the screen in just a second, but Alan R just slipped in a super chat. He said, isn't Kuz from Flint? Get your money and clean, and, and your clean water, man. He deserves it. Mm. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. Give back to the community. Hey, that'd be big. That's worth more than the ring if you do that. Mm, exactly. Shout out to Kuz. And shout out our new member, Mav Don. He's in the house. Welcome to the party. All right, let's go ahead and throw this on the screen so y'all can see it. These are the current rankings right now. But I need you guys' power rankings of your top four teams in the West. Pretty sure you guys don't need to go further than the 10th seed. But if you do, hey, hey what's up? <laughs> Scroll down. <laughs> nope. No need to. No need. You know what? Forget the Timberwolves. Who cares about the number one? Yeah. Oh, wait. Scroll down a little bit more. Scroll down a little bit more. Damn. Wait. All right. Forget OKC. Okay, it, it, it was a tough little stretch. 
Oh, there we go. There we go. Let's go. Come on. There we go. Yeah. I guess I the game last night. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, we 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 robbed the Knicks, but it's cool. You'll, you'll cool. take it. You'll take it. I'm sure you will. <laughs> nah, we would we would have we would have for sure lost in overtime. So I mean, let's go. Shout out to the Knicks, mm-hmm. man. Give Bro, if Minnesota plays Dallas in the first round, I think Dallas beats them in like five. What? Dallas in five, over Minnesota, hundred percent. Hey, wait, Gafford been looking. PJ Washington doing this thing. That Dallas team, I'm telling now you. Now all of a sudden, everyone's surprised. Here we go. Here we go. Every, everyone's surprised. Gafford from play. Man, yeah, I've been pushing looking. the Daniel Gafford agenda in Washington by myself. Now everyone want to praise Daniel Gafford. Man. Hey, give me, hey, give me Luke got Marvin Bagley in Washington. Uh, bro, I'm, oh, he was he looked terribly against the Sixers. I couldn't even push the agenda look, for him. Give me Luca over Anthony Edwards. You tell me, you know, crunch time situation, all that. Give, give me Luca over him. Kyrie has a secondary option, clears everyone in Minnesota. You got Derek Lively in the paint to try to match up with Rudy Go Rudy Gobert. Call it three times. You can put Gafford and Lively out there together if you really want to as well. Get two bigs out there too. You got PJ Washington there. I mean, it's just I, I give me Dallas over Minnesota. So are we are, are, are we just leaving out? The one thing that Minnesota does consistently to Dallas defense? does not. Yes, we're just yeah. going. We're just not going to talk about that. Luca and Kyrie ain't worried about defense. They get the job. That de- that defense that explains why they get bounced. Exactly. They stop it. stop Luca. Nuts, right? Mike, here. Mike Conley again. Is Mike Conley guarding Kyrie? Shout out Mike Conley, but Mike Conley's on Kyrie. It's over with. I think you're right. I think you're right, Jalen, because because Kyrie Irving has been so awesome in the playoffs over the last five years. He's just been frying everybody. So you're absolutely <laughs> okay. right about next that. Next to LeBron, he was cooking. Yeah. Next to Luca, no, 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 he gonna no, be cooking. No, no, no doubt about that. So I'm sorry, Mars. You were saying. Um, hear me out. I'm just okay. asking a question. Is Anthony Edwards really better than Kyrie? I don't know. I'm not going to say that. We can have these talks. Is Anthony Edwards really better than Kyrie? Like, is the These are the type of discussions I wake up for. Is, is, is Anthony Edwards' defense moving you that much to where you say he's just better than Kyrie? They're the same tier. They're the same tier. So could one argue Dallas have the two best players in that series? 100%, no doubt. Okay, interesting, interesting. I, did, I didn't know. Uh, the chat seems to be... Well, we 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 we, we 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 know for a fact that Luca is the best player in that series. We know that for a fact, right? So, sure. with, with 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 that being said, even if the even if the number two is arguable, right, with Kyrie Irving and and Anthony Edwards, what's the staple going to be in that series? Let's just say for the sake of argument that they match up. What's the staple going to be in that series? The staple is going to be who does what consistently, defend. And the, and the difference is, is Minnesota defends. They've already shown that they can score, even even getting up to the fourth quarter. Can they slow Can they slow Dallas down? Luca has the ball in his hands ninety percent of the time. I thought that this would work a lot better with him and Kyrie Irving, where he could just get the ball to Irv and let Irv go to work. It just it it, it, it hasn't seemed to to work like I thought it was going to work, but it is working. I'm, I'm not going to argue that, Mars. It is working because they're not at the bottom of the Western Conference. It is working. However, when you get into a playoff series where all we have to do is focus on you guys, the different schemes, and now Minnesota taking advantage of Dallas. Jalen is telling me, and not just Jalen, but Mars is telling me how Daniel Gafford, who I do like, and PJ Washington look so great. Remember who that who remember who this was against? This was against a deficient OKC front court and Washington, who just gave you our best big man. That's who this was against. So of course they're gonna look good initially. 
when we get into the playoffs and you actually get the scheme against these guys, I think it's going to be something totally different. And add that, and add that to the fact that Kyrie Irving has been less than, has been less than stellar in the playoffs over the last five years. So I don't know if I'm I'm I'm, I'm jumping on that Kyrie Irving train. His situations have been questionable, but I mean, sure. But then we got to look at the other end of the spectrum. Is Ant moving us in the playoffs? He, he played. He played. He played well last year. Mm-hmm. He did with the hurt elbow, I think too. Mm-hmm. Got hurt too. But is I he moving us? And it, it's 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 kind of the SGA type of thing. We really mm-hmm. haven't seen you too much in this in this uncharted territory. Right. How how do we feel about Ant right now in the playoffs? Are and, we comfortable and, with Ant? Ant will, will give you. Well, he's going to give you the twenty six to thirty a night. I I think he's that guy. He, he'll give you that. It's Carl Anthony Towns, the secondary guy, who I think might give you 15 a night That's instead of the 23, 24. That's, That's the guy. Exactly. That's, That's the guy we worry about. about. And if mm-hmm. he doesn't show up, who's the guy for them to, to step up scoring-wise? Mm-hmm. McDaniels don't have that bag. Conley's not that guy. Who's that guy if they need another guy to step up? I, I don't think they have him. So but I, I, think- I just think they're, they're one Carl Anthony Towns bad series, couple of games away from getting blown out the playoffs. Well, of course, there's questions about Minnesota. I mean, our our fortunes is is, is stapled on a, a, a third year shooting guard who's still trying to figure it out. It ain't like Anthony Edwards been in the league seven, eight years, and he's got plenty of experience in the playoffs, right? I do get that part. This team is going to have to be predicated on slowing on slowing teams down in the playoffs, speeding up the game. Their transition game has to be better in the playoffs because, I mean, one on one, there are questions, and the guy that I have the biggest question about. It's Carl Anthony Towns because I've seen him in the playoffs just like Kawhi Leonard, just like Paul George, just like James Harden. Go to pieces. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've mentioned it in the past. In the second half of playoff games for Carl Anthony Towns for his career, five points, three rebounds on average. We ain't winning like that, yo. We not. With our second dude doing that. We not winning like that. Yo, if I'm the coach of the Wolves before the series, I walk up to Cat straight up, and I'm like, yo, you will not play a single second and a half playing with me. We will start Jaden McDaniels at the four. Mm. I told Seriously. Big Ox. I told Big Ox, I look at Cat like I look at DeAndre Aiden. I'm coming into practice. I'm starting to fight with him. I'm just going to start a fight with him just off the strength. I'm just going to start a fight with him just to get him going because when the playoffs start, you got to get tough. You have to. So I'm just going to come into practice. I'm going to push him. I'm going to start a fight with him just to get him going. How, how are you going to start the fight, though, Chilton? I just might, I, I just might, like, we might get into drills, and I just might bow him in his chest, mm-hmm. something like that. I might push him. I might say something slick to him. Yeah, I'm going to start a fight with him. Yes. I'm not going to do nothing. Be like, you're hurting me. Stop. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Why you got to say it like that? I'll be. Nope. I, I could use one of his other eight voices as well, mm. but that was mm-hmm. just the one that came to mind right. first. But fellas, uh, shout out Mavs, Luca Kyrie. Seems like a lot of Mavs fans are coming around now that they got a couple trades and whatnot. And ironically, we started talking about him, so he popped up. Shout out to him. But fellas, I need your power rankings in the West. Really, I'm trying to figure out who's the best team in the West. Chad, I need you guys' help too. Literally, who is the best team in the West? So at, at the top of the standings right now, we have the Timberwolves. Then we got OKC. We got the Clippers. Then we got the Nuggets at fourth. The Pelicans have snuck into the fifth seed. And right behind them are the Suns. And then the Suns and the Kings are 
The Kings are only a half game behind the Suns, and Kings are actually tied with the Mavericks right now for the seventh and eighth seed. But, fellas, I got to ask you guys once again, who is your team in the West? And I need your top four. Um, okay, let's start with that. I, I mean, I think OKC, Clippers, and, uh, and Denver, those three to me, locked in for sure. That fourth team, I mean, hey, we just talked about them. I'm going to think I'm not going to go with Timberwolves. The Pelic- Pelicans are interesting, but I'm not fully, fully invested in them yet. Um, the Kings, they looked a little rough. Some boys were playing good. You know what? G- give me Dallas as the fourth. Give me Dallas. So you got OKC, uh, uh, Clippers, Denver, Dallas. Those four teams. That's fair. I would I would say I would say Clippers one. Um Clippers, Nuggets, Wolves, Suns. Yeah, Clippers, Nuggets, Wolves, Suns. That's where I go. Clippers, Nuggets, T Wolves, uh Phoenix. Okay. That's one so Jalen, you left OKC off. No, uh, I, I kept the Wolves off. Out the Wolves Ox, off. You left OKC off. All right, yeah. chill. Who you got? Um, Minnesota at one. Uh, I don't like what I'm seeing from Denver lately. They've been getting blown out. They haven't been losing games. They they've been getting blown out of games. Getting smoked yesterday by Milwaukee. Getting blown out by Sacramento. I know the All Star break is coming up, so I don't like what I'm seeing from them. Minnesota at one. The Clippers at two, Oklahoma City at three. I don't know what to do with this Pelican squad, man. I really don't. I do not know what to do with this Pelican squad. They're interesting, but do you they really are. Like they really they are. They are. Them in Sacramento. I don't know what to do with them. Phoenix. Them in Phoenix are right there. Are you considering Sacramento in your top four? Yes. Sacramento also. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right now it's Sac. Uh, it's between Sac, New Orleans, it's, it's between Sac, New Orleans, and Phoenix. Wow, that's a tough one, man. Hold on, and what's your top? And you're not considering Denver? Yo, I'm, I know they're the world champs, but I don't like how they've been losing lately. I don't. I don't like how they've been losing lately. Mm. They haven't been. They haven't been losing games. They've been getting smoked. I mean, last yeah. night against last night against Milwaukee, they got handled. And the same thing had like if, even even when Joker has it going. They don't have it going. I mean, is Sacramento better than Phoenix? I don't know, man. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure that they – as of right now, I have to say that they are. I'll say Sacramento at four, Denver at five. Okay. Mars, what you got? What, the four best teams in the West? Yeah. The Clippers, the Nuggets, the Suns, and the Mavericks. Mm. There it is. So you mm-hmm. you got the OKC and Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, gotcha. All right. So for the most part, it was one consistent team. And I guess this is a team that I have to kind of say is the best team in the West right now. Because the Clippers were consistently either one or two on everybody's list. Yeah, they've been playing amazing. I mean, you, you got to give it to them. Who's he talking about? Clippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Clippers are good. Yeah, they're yeah. a good team. Yeah. The Clippers have been, I mean, I can't fight what they're doing. I'd I, I, I be, I be sitting here lying. Even if I'm out on them, I can't fight what they're doing. They've been awesome. I'm telling you, Jalen, I'm in the Matrix or somebody tricked me. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. 
I'm watching Kawhi Leonard run down the gut with the weak hand. When the last time you seen him do that? It's been a few years. And then the very years. next play, run down the gut again. Somebody yeah. just you know, PEDs, man. He just he took a picture. Somebody, somebody tricked me. So, somebody definitely tricked me. One hundred feeling better. feeling better. They had to. They had, somebody had to trick me because there's no way that what I just saw over the last four years and now this year, this is what I'm looking at. Man, I'm good. I'm. I'm this, this is crazy with this crew. One hundred percent, it is. But I just don't think they're better than Minnesota. I don't. And they're hungry too. Like you talk about guys that need a ring, who I think are clearly playing for one. Harden, right. Paul George needs it. Westbrook wants a ring. Another ring for Kawhi. He's in a whole different conversation. He'll probably jump in another conversation. So this team really wants a ring too. So they, if they're the, I think they're the favorites in the West right now. They're for sure the favorites in the West. The Clippers. The Nuggets haven't looked as good this year. Yeah, well, I mean, they look great when Jokic is on the floor. Mm -hmm. This is what he's not. Every, every time, Murray, it look is great. But Jamal Murray, like Jokic, is 100 reliable. Even when this team plays bad, he seems to have relatively good games. It's just when Jamal Murray doesn't show up, Aaron Gordon, kind of these secondary pieces that need to step up with him. I mean, we yeah. actually kind of knew that was going to be the case, though, with the couple guys that they lost off the bench. Right. Like we, we all that was literally the biggest thing, right? When those guys signed in free agency, we were like, okay, how are the Nuggets going to look? And they, I mean, they've they've looked like they're obviously contenders, but they just don't really have that knockout punch that they used to have where they knock you, hey, knock you down and keep you down. That's true. I think playoff Jamal Murray fixes all, all the problems they have. It's just if he can step up like he did the past couple of runs. He hasn't been looking good lately. He hasn't. Okay. He, he's not healthy. He's just playing. I'm going to be honest. Mm. Same with KCP. I don't think KCP is healthy right now. But I be, I'm, a, I'm a Peyton Watson believer. Like I, I think he should play in the playoffs because defensively I think he's elite. But him and Christian Brown offensively is not ideal. Because Christian Brown, he doesn't even want to shoot threes. And Peyton Watson is willing to shoot him, but he's just not great. Yet. And teams are, he's going to get the eyes of a quarter treatment, mm. which you can kind of like hide because, you know, Jokic can just find anyone who goes towards the rest. But like if you run a lineup with Aaron Gordon and Peyton Watson and Christian Brown, like you're just going to have no spacing. So there's more concerns in this depth of this Nuggets team. And last year, they ran an eight-man rotation. This year, they're probably going to run an eight-man rotation in the playoffs again. It might be but seven. They really, they really only have, like, six guys who are yeah. trustworthy. And that's not a recipe for success in the playoffs. So if they can this, be impressed. I was looking at their rotation last night. Like, when they was getting blown out, I was looking at their second unit guys. And I was thinking to myself, all right, who on this crew can play in the playoffs? What's the kid's name? Strother? Is, did mm -hmm. I say his name right? Yeah. Him. Okay. Reggie Jackson in stretches. Brad, Christian Brown. Watson. Um, your man. What is that? What 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 is the kid? Not 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 Daniel Gafford, but what is that? What is what is that one kid? Uh, why am I why am I drawing him? Say his name again, Ron. Zeke Nagy. He will not shoot in the mid-range. Oh, he not, no, no, no. He can't play. No, not only will he, he I'm watching him. I'm going. I'm thinking to myself. I think he's out the he, lineup. He can't. Yeah, he can't right? play. He can't play. Yeah, anyway. I'm thinking he's out the lineup. So I'm not sure if Jordan can play in the playoffs. I think he can give you some minutes, but for the most part, like we look, we're looking at a situation where, like last year, where they might have seven guys that they go with, and Joker's got to play like he played last year again, where I'm getting 30, 10, and 10 in the playoffs, in order for them to actually do it again. Jamal Murray's got to stand on his head again. KCP's got to play the defense that he played again. Aaron Gordon. 
I was watching last night and I'm thinking to myself, the value of replacement player stat, how much different this crew is without Joker on the floor. It's incredible. It is, it is, it is absolutely incredible how much the offense changes, how much they don't do, how much they don't rebound, how much slower they play. I think Joker's the league MVP. Really uh, yeah, he's the most valuable player for sure. I do. I think we can all acknowledge though that this team is is very flawed. And mm-hmm. really there's <laughs> Mars said it's just their death. It's really their seventh, eighth, ninth man. Look, and it's Jokic. like those... now go ahead, finish on. Oh, uh, it's like the top six is actually good. Like if you can if they could play their starting lineup for all 48 minutes, yeah. <laughs> That's we the might same be looking thing, at a That's repeat. the same thing Phoenix had to do last year because they had no depth. And I mean, that ain't 40 minutes a night. Yeah, it's tough. Like the the Nuggets with Jokic on the floor look like one of the best teams in the NBA. But then he's not on the floor, and they look like a lottery team. And I don't think I've seen a championship team have such a large fall-off ever without one person. Now I understand when Jokic goes to the bench. Michael Malone be boosting that plus minus. Like I say, he'd be running Jamal Murray with bench guys. So that, that's a large reason why they look so much worse when Jokic ain't on the floor because Jokic pretty much exclusively plays with the Stars. So maybe in the playoffs, he stops focusing on plus minus and runs Jokic with the Christian Browns and the Peyton Watsons and the Justin Holidays and the Reggie He's Jacksons. He's going to have to, Morris. That, that's, that's the only answer because you can't run the Jamal Murray and bench lineup in the playoffs for six minutes. You're going to lose every time. Mm. And that's not just about to Jamal Murray. They just don't have the pieces to do it, in my opinion. So, I mean, it's it's very few guys that can run with that lineup and carry them to even a, a, a even you know plus minus. And yeah. that's it's Jokic, obviously, and probably a handful of other guys in the league. Probably you can only count them on one hand. That's how flawed that second unit is. So it's really not a it's not a knock to Jamal. It's more just like Jokic is just that great. To be able to carry, you know, that type of unit. Jokic yeah. with the ring with this team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Got to give him his his flowers. Yeah, I mean, Jokic they got Justin Holiday team. though. I'm not too mad at Justin Holiday. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. all right. I'm, I'm all. I forgot I'm about. Justin I don't. Holiday. I don't mind all the Holiday brothers. Aaron Holiday's got two posters <laughs> in two games. I didn't know he could do that. I did not he know he could do Neither that. did I. I seen it against yeah. the Hawks. I was like, damn. I was like, okay, he got lucky. He did it again last night. I'm like, right. Okay. He broke on last night. Uh, oh, who was it? Who was it? I, I know he ran down the gut. I do know. Yeah, I he know ran straight down the middle. I think it was Josh ran Hart down. back in transition, I yep. think. Ran down the gut and punched it on, hmm. on two guys. It was guys. crazy. Yeah, I'm watching these dudes going, wow, what is going on with this dude? I didn't I, know, I didn't know he had that, but he's done it twice. I didn't know that. I see him. Right. I did not know that. He the most athletic brother. Mm-mm, I did not. So, hmm. but yeah, the Nuggets depth is kind of cooked. Like, I, I was shocked they didn't trade for Bruce Brown. It's fully available. I was too. Yeah, I, maybe, I, I, I was too. The salary thing, maybe the salary. Yeah, that's twenty up. million. That's why. Yeah, maybe it's probably the salary thing, but that's the thing that that they have to have because of who they've paid: Jokic, Jamal Murray, MPJ, Aaron Gordon's making a decent amount. You have to bring in minimum guys and that's what I mean, everyone else is everyone else is minimum guys reggie jackson i'm pretty sure is on a minimum kcp's getting paid so they're paying their starting five and then christian brown's on a rookie deal peyton watson's on a rookie deal julian Strother's on a rookie deal justin holiday's on a minimum for sure deandre jordan i'm pretty sure is on a minimum mm. and then everyone else is rookies and i don't know how much zeke Naji's making but whatever he's making is overpaid because he's been terrible 
the whole year. So it's just it's five guys being paid, they're starting lineup, and then everyone else is on minimum contracts because that's how the NBA salary cap works, which is he why they've been trying to build through the draft and it's not working. Yeah. He just he just signed an extension too, Najee. Mm. Yeah, I know he signed one. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he just signed an extension. Yep, he just signed an extension. So it kicks in next year. He'll be making like nine million, nine mil, eight mil, seven and a half. Right. No, no, so it's front loaded, essentially. Yeah, no good. He's making four mil this year, but nah, he's overpaid. He borderline should have well, been well, the NBA. Well, well, let me ask you this, Mars. If 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 you're looking at him, where is he in the rotation? Is he, he was he's probably your ninth guy. Maybe he's probably your, he's probably your eighth or your ninth guy in the rotation. And in the playoffs, he gets to a point where you have to be really selective on how you play in him. Because if I'm watching him yesterday against Milwaukee, the game plan was to leave him open in the mid range. He won't even look at the rim. He wouldn't even look at the rim. And on top of that, his ability to rebound. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sure. Joker was not Joker. I'm sorry. Sure. Giannis was out there last night and Bobby Portis. But when you're going up against rotation players like Bobby Portis, you have to be effective. And he wasn't. He was not at all. So I think he might. I, I think he could play himself out of the rotation come playoff time. I don't even think he's really in it. He only really plays when the game's over. And if he if he can't go over DeAndre Jordan in a rotation, mm. that says something. And I'm going to be honest, that says something. If he can't beat DeAndre Jordan in a rotation, that that's indicative. He's not going right. to play in the playoffs. Unless, like, Jokic and DeAndre Jordan are in foul trouble, and Aaron Gordon can't play the five against whatever team they're playing, mm-hmm. then he'll probably get, like, two minutes. Otherwise, he's he's not going to play. Since we're on the subject since we're on the subject of rotation, I'm glad you brought up Milwaukee. Because this kid, A.J. Green, about to cut into Connor 10 minutes. Yes, he is. Oh, he, yeah, he got, he got a strap. This kid, yeah. this kid, A.J. Green, is definitely about to cut into Connaughton's minutes. Of all the guys that come off the bench to crack the long ball, He's shooting it the best of those guys. And is he a rookie? I mean, Second, I, 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 yeah, I don't even know where they got him from. To be honest with you, uh, I don't even I don't even know where they got him from. To be honest with you, but I know that he's got a flamer. He can shoot it. He comes in the game. He comes in the game unconscious. He. I, I watched him a couple of nights ago when they got blown out, and he and was just he, seven threes. Yep. Yes, he came in the game and he actually made it respectable. It was way worse than that, way worse than that. So um, I think he's going to cut into Connaughton's minutes with him coming off the bench. About Pat Bev looking like the villain version of Drew Holiday? Uh, hey, I'm going to say it's very agitating, aggressive defense. It, it Number 21 in Milwaukee, they just replaced one for another. <laughs> what the evil twin. What is going Pat Bev, on? Pat Bev been impactful, man. Yes, I, I won't argue that, Moss. Yes, he has. This, this Milwaukee team needed him. This Milwaukee team definitely needed his edge, yeah, needed his defense intensity. Needed his leadership because, you know, Doc Rivers exists. Um, Facts. I like what I I've seen from Pat Every team needs that guy that's going to go in and stir things up and really just throw off the other team's offense. Like, when Pat Bev's on defense, believe it or not, just because he's the smallest person on the floor, you can't overlook him. You, you have to account for where Pat Bev is at all times. He makes you second-guess a lot of things. Yep. As the point-of-attack defender, he's going to stir your point guard up. And the thing about Pat Bev, too, is Pat Bev's not scared to guard anybody on the opposing team. Nobody. He did a good job yesterday. He did. He did a really good job yesterday. They actually, Milwaukee did a good job overall. Like, they made those other guys take tough shots. I mean, Joker was the only one in the lineup who was efficient. He was the only one. Everybody, I think they was like 10 for 30. 
40 starting 40, 40, 40 or five starters. They made them take tough shots. Aaron Gordon is being left wide open in the mid-range and at the long ball line. He wouldn't even look at the basket. Jamal Murray just looked. I'm not disinterested, isn't the word I want to use. He looked like he he was somewhere else, though. He didn't look like he was, he didn't look like he was engaged in what was going on last night. That game looked to me like Milwaukee came to play and Denver just kind of wanted to get it over with. They wanted to get there and get this game over with because the way that they played last night, both offensively and defensively, with Joker off the floor, they looked terrible. The ball wasn't moving. They weren't rebounding. They looked terrible in transition. I think M M Milwaukee just kicked their ass all the way around, all the way around. If you remember last year, they went through a similar stretch around a similar time. I think last time was post-All-Star break. But they went on like that little stretch where Jokic wasn't playing defense, the team was getting cooked. It was like a 10 blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm -hmm. This year, the stretch just seems to have started a little bit earlier. Like, I don't think this is an indicator that they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I'm not saying that. Right. My concern is the fact that just in general, the team just looks so bad when Jokic ain't out there and their depth is even worse than last year. That doesn't mean I don't think they can win. That's why they're still in my top four in the West. Mm -hmm. But I just think this team isn't as good as the team from last year. And maybe the other teams in the NBA have probably gotten better. So it's just harder to win this year. But that's what makes building dynasties so difficult. Having to go back to back or having to win a couple in a few years. And no one said it was easy. But if they can do it, it's definitely... I think it's the start of a dynasty if they can do it. Well, this Mark, is crazy. When you, talk, when, you talk about, when you talk about building through the draft, okay, sure, you have to get lucky. But what you, you had mentioned building through the draft. What, what What's your issue with building through the draft again? Because again, I know that I got guys on rook deals. So that gives me time, one, to develop these guys, and two, to hold on to some money. But if, you're trying to, if you're trying to build through the draft, I, I think I think building through the draft is a is a fine thing. I'm not arguing against building through the draft. But when you're trying to compete for championships, the likelihood of getting rookies who are ready to help you with that goal goes down pretty exponentially they got christian Brown, and that's why they've been drafting older rookies they don't draft like one and done the only one and done i remember them drafting is Peyton watson in like mm -hmm. since they've been like top level christian brown i know was not a one and done coming out of um, kansas i know he wasn't they drafted um what's his name pickett i think some scarred i know he's not a one and done um at all i know he's quite old um Hunter Tyson is another rookie they drafted. He's meant to be a sharpshooter. So they draft older rookies, hoping they can contribute like early on instead of having to develop a 19-year-old. Right. But none of them have really contributed this year. Julian Strother is probably the one who's played the most, and he hasn't been great. So that that's the issue. Is I don't think they've made the wrong picks, but when you have late picks or second-round picks and you're trying to get people who can contribute to a championship team, you have a very low chance of that happening. Yeah, so I just think they, has to almost be perfect. they've been in a disadvantage. Yeah, you have to get perfect. You have to be, like you said, lucky because the timelines don't match up. Right. Yeah. Because if you draft a guy, yeah, it, it maybe at, you know, you probably expect him to take a couple years, maybe, maybe three years to kind of be, you know, a solid guy or what you expect him to be. When you have Jokic and Murray in their prime, waiting those three years, it's kind of like, eh, you know, you lose those two or three years of Jokic at his absence. Yeah. That, that, that's what, that's my only issue. Building through the draft in general is fine. But if you're trying to win a championship and then build through the draft while doing that, I think you run into some problems expecting rookies to contribute straight away, especially with late first-round picks. Mid-first-round picks like Jaime Hackers, sure. 29th picks, 34th picks, that's quite difficult. It's quite difficult to do that. And I don't think they've made bad picks. I just think 
there's not much they could really do with what was left at that stage of the draft. Uh, we got a $25 super chat from none other than your highness, Charlie. Charlie said, chill. How you like my homeboy? How cow like it? Put some respect on my man's name. He's going down as one of the goats of all sports. That three-peat coming next. Just wait. Also, Kyle, Hanna, Kyle Shanahan is the Doc Rivers of the NFL. I'm sorry. Is that accurate? Yes. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, Doc Rivers, a, playoff, a bit of a playoff choke. Yes, you see that record? Giving up multiple double-digit leads in the playoffs. The difference is Doc, Doc Rivers actually won the championship. Kyle hasn't. So, no, it's not accurate. Okay, that's true. He did, he did win one. With the loaded, loaded, loaded boss team, but yeah. what, what do you think about Mahomes though? About Mahomes, don't you? <laughs> if, about Mahomes. if he if he never gets back to the to the to the to the Super Bowl, he's fantastic. What what can I say about mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes? He's the best in the game. I think he's the best of this generation, and we got a lot of great quarterbacks in this generation. Him, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'm a Justin Herbert stan. I love Justin Herbert. Um, Joe Burrow, and I think that he's better then I think he's better than all of these dudes. If he never gets back to the bowl game, if this is it, and he plays at this level over the next five, six years, that'll be over 10 years of sustained greatness. We're looking at 10, 12 years of sustained greatness. And I have to talk about him like I talk about Joe Montana. I have to talk about him like I talk about uh, Peyton Manning and, and all of those guys. I have to do that. There's no way I can't do it. I have to do it. He is the most talented quarterback that I've ever seen. And I thought it was Aaron Rodgers. But um, – Everything about him, there's there's no way that I could look at him and say, yeah, but no. The, 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 when I watch him, he's, he, he is what a franchise quarterback looks like, and he's fantastic. The, I said this to Mars yesterday, that what he is, is he was he's Shaq in 2000. We have Shaq and you don't when you have him. He's, he, he's that guy that you look at. We have him and you don't. That's why we're going to beat you. How wide is the gap between him? And whoever the second best player in the NFL is, um, I mean, so, second best quarterback, you could say what, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar was the MVP this year, so it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. was another MVP. I know that, yeah, yeah, I, so I it was another MVP. Joe Burrow got hurt, he's the only guy to beat him in the playoffs other than Tom Brady. He yeah. was hurt this year, so he's respect he, Joe Burrow, yeah. He, to me, right. to me, he's the guy you know, when people say someone can stop Mahomes, he's the guy. The gap isn't all necessarily a big thing with Mahomes, is, is that he just seems to consistently get it done. I don't think it's in close, the biggest you know? moments. Uh, see, I, I, the gap, like the gap between Josh Allen, Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, when it comes to quarterback play, like they're all successful in their own ways. Do I think he's a little better? Sure, but it's not a huge gap. It just seems like every big moment Mahomes comes through. When we talked about last one. He just keeps getting it done time after time. It's annoying after some points. Like to, really, again, again, he just gets it done. To answer your hmm. question, Mars, you remember in in 2016 when the when the when the Cavs beat the when the Cavs beat the Warriors, and then there was a considerable like it was it was James, and then it was everybody else. That's kind of what's going on right now with with Patrick Mahomes. Like it's, it's Patrick Mahomes, then it's Josh Allen, then it's Lamar Jackson, then it's uh, Joe Burrow, then it's Justin Herbert. But this guy is here, and then everybody else, they're not they're, they're not close to him right now. There's a considerable gap. That's how I, that's how it looks from my perspective. Yes. I don't watch as much it's, as you guys. It's, it's a considerable from my perspective. Gap. Every time I'm watching someone, I'm like, that's yeah. not close to this guy. Yeah. So that that's where I'm at with it. But he's not. Like, they're, they're not close. And, and I'm a I'm a big time Lamar Jackson fan, but hmm. none of these dudes are close to Patrick Mahomes. I'm and I'm not just saying that because they won the because they won the bowl game. I'm not just saying it. 
he is he is significantly better than all of them dudes. He he's on his go chase, but I would chill Tati Measure earlier. And a lot of people, and I was telling this on press box too, longevity matters. Like in, again, when you talk to people when they're in in their twenties, early twenties, they don't understand when Tom Brady was doing his thing with thirty. It's a lot harder waking up, putting your getting ready for the game, putting your body through what it needs to do to get ready for the game, perform at thirty five than it is at twenty five. And the sacrifices that need to be made for a person to do that. I was about it. Tom Brady literally gave up his wife to chase Super Bowls. He did do he that. He ruined a marriage he did to chase that. Super Bowls. Like that's yes, the he sacrifice did. he made. And, and and again, that's another thing with family. As his kids get older, whatever, mm-hmm. he might not want to play 15, 20 years. Because when players start again, players they have kids. When they start missing their kids first time walking, first day at school, all these kind of monumental moments, it does hurt them. And some players, he got a $500 million deal. He might not want to play after 10, 12 years after that deal is done, right? But he's definitely on the trajectory in terms of greatest start next to Tiger Woods and probably even Bill Russell because his start was crazy. If you go look at it, probably one of the greatest starts in sports ever. Um, but yeah, again, and again, with Tiger Woods thing, don't compare anyone to Tiger Woods start, y'all. If you want to put it in perspective, he essentially won five MVPs his first seven seasons and eight majors. No one is Tiger Woods when it comes to his starting <laughs> career. No one. There's not an athlete in the history of the world. There's MVPs with Tiger Woods. in golf? I don't even know. Player of the year. Yeah. Player of the oh, year with Sam Piso. He yeah. won five out of seven his first seven years. Five. And people don't understand how hard it is to win that in golf. It's not like all the sports where great players Tiger, are Tiger Woods actually had me figure. I, I, need, I needed to know what a birdie is. Like, what is a birdie? I, I don't know what a birdie is. He actually got me interested in golf. <laughs> and it takes out. You can make the Hall of Fame in golf when you're a two-time major winner. He won eight in seven years. Eight. And his Hall of Famers who won two in 20 seasons. He won eight and seven years or seven yes. and eight years? No. You can compete in multiple years. It's a bunch of majors. And he won four straight. He won so how many How many does Tiger Woods have now? How many majors does he have now? Uh, 15. After yeah. 2008, the injury thing. So now, yeah, he's still in his trajectory. Mm. He's 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 so, how, so what's his longevity like? Mm. Oh, he had the greatest decade ever from like 97, 2008. Then he had that wife situation, you know, broke car. And then the injury, spinal, back surgery, knee surgery. He still won. Showed flares, but that dominant era of 10 years was insane. But to give you an player. idea, Mars, to, to give you an idea, Mars, the Masters is the NBA Finals. It's the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And Chichi Rodriguez said at that time, if this guy keeps playing like this, we're all going to be coming here playing for second. He won it like three times in six years. Something ridiculous like that. Like, you don't do that in golf. That doesn't happen. He was one guy to have like 24 majors now. Yeah, well, you're lucky if you win it once. Like, he won it like three or four times in like six years. It was something stupid like that. So, Tiger's run was better than Jordan's in the 90s? Yes. No one is. I keep trying to tell people. No athlete. Well, in an individual sport, I mean, awards mean so much more than winning six Mm -hmm. rings in a team sport because Tiger gets all the credit for winning yes. in an individual sport. And all the blame. Jordan didn't just win rings. I'm talking about... Uh, a, How many MVPs? <coughs> MVP? talking about MVP, scoring titles. Three. Well, the scoring titles, yeah. He won how many in the 90s? Every year he was healthy? Every year he played? Six. So what's that, seven, eight? 90, 91, 92, 93, 95, 96, 96, 97, 97, 98. Seven of them. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. Hey, look, I mean, we got to go with the whole decade, right? So, I mean, we would have to go from 88 to 98, and you know what he did to 88. So, I'm I'm just presenting the argument, Jalen. Yeah. I mean, Maybe look, I'm still wrong. I, I, don't, I don't know golf that well, but I do know he, he what thing, he that 10-year stretch was. Golfers, golfers make the Hall of Fame with 2 to 3% win rates of their career. You win 25 events, and you play, sometimes they play 600 events in their career. You're probably making the Hall of Fame a lot of times. Tiger Woods, so that, that Hall of Fame players are winning 2 to 3%. 
Tiger Woods at his peak, at peak season, he was winning close to 50. And throughout that decade, he was winning at about 30% clip. And even now, with all the injuries and stuff, his career win clip is still at like 24%. Oh, that's, that's ridiculous. He's not a real person. Tiger Woods right. is not a real person. Yeah, y'all don't understand. That's wrong. That's wrong. That means that one every three tournaments I play and I'm winning it. That's ridiculous. Crazy. You're not doing that, yo. You're not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Going That's You're not doing that. Nobody is, Ty, is Tiger that. the undisputed goat in golf. Yes. I mean, he is. Some people say Jack Nicholas because he has more no. majors, but I mean Tiger for the most part. Because I'm gonna be honest, I've only like I don't know much about golf, and I've only ever heard black people talk about golf. So I don't know if there's a Tiger Woods <laughs> bias, because I'm going to be honest, I don't know anything. So He got black people involved in him, Mars. Yeah, that's, we don't yeah, care yeah, about I've, golf. I've, 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 never, I've never spoken to a white person about golf. golf. I don't know if they have Tiger as the goat, too. We don't care. every black person I've spoken to about golf has Tiger as the goat. I don't know if that's we good. They, 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 do, the they do, Mars. They do. Okay. Even even white even white folks got Tiger Woods. Okay, Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was just I was just asking because I, I I don't I don't know. White, white folks love Tiger Woods. I don't know they, they love Tiger Woods. All right, she fellas, we gotta that, we gotta reel it back in. I got she one more super that, chat, man. and then we go get into our segment of the day. Um, I like burritos. Said Mars. I know mm. you see a man bought out yesterday. I believe he's got a, got mm. the highest ceiling of our core. Already a great defender, elite rebounder and his vision is insane a minute sangoon pick and roll when he gets a handle yeah i mean i was trying to tell people prior to the draft everyone was worried about the competition in ote when someone stands out like that that translates i tried to tell people um also told you guys he's just as good of a defender as i saw he just didn't get the opportunity now he's getting the opportunity He's one of the best defenders in the league at the guard position. There's there's not many better than him. Mars, say what you said. Magic Johnson. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, Magic, John, Magic Johnson with athleticism and defense. I stand on that. That's his ceiling. Like, I'm is he gonna reach it? I don't know. That's his ceiling. And I'm I'm like, that's no troll. That I promise you, I'm not trolling when I say that. That's how good he can be. Is he gonna be that good? I don't know. Wemby's ceiling is the goat. Is he going to be the goat? I don't know. But Amen Thompson. Has the talent to be that good, and I I wholeheartedly <laughs> believe that. Wholeheartedly, yo, more. The chat watches the bigger ten blocks. Could you just, could you stop that sounds so loud right now. Like, like, no, I, get, I, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, that's, when that's, Steph Curry that's came in, if, I, if someone said he has the ceiling to be the best point guard ever, he would have looked at him like he was crazy. And guess what? Right. He came All right, we, close, we, we, we get that. We get that, Morris. I'm saying, like, what is his actual like? Where's where do you where see I him? realistically? Yeah, see where do you see him getting? A player, um, worry. Okay, Mars, hold on. Before you go, a better, further, better than what Ben, what Ben Simmons was meant to be. That's what mm-hmm. I was. That's what I was going to ask you, Mars. We're in year seven. Who is who is a man, Thomas Thompson? We're in year what seven. You, what right you now. thought? What people thought Ben Simmons was going to be? So it's my so or, or, or what what Ben Simmons was in 2018? No, he's better than that. Where, what imagine where Ben Simmons was in 2019, mm-hmm. and that's year three. And then where you thought Ben Simmons was heading, a man Thompson will be there. Huh. Literally, Magic Johnson with the jump shot. I'm just saying, people. Yeah. I'm people not projecting say, a jump shot for him. I'm gonna be honest. That, that's got you. Right. No, but people. Yeah, people everything else. Ben Simmons to Magic Johnson. That was the mm. comp. That I don't was care about comp. what people compared him to coming into the NBA. I'm talking about what, like, what is he? Like, even after his rookie season, like after his first two, three years, people cared. Okay, Jason Kidd was another guy. Him or Magic Johnson? Obviously, the height, the playmaking, passing at his height did a big thing with the Magic comparisons. But that was his comp. Okay, cool, cool. I, see I stand with here. what I said too. Um, you said the John floor Wall. is John Wall. The floor is John Wall. 2017 John, John Wall. Wall. 
I, I don't think he can handle the ball as well as John Walker. That's why. I don't know what to tell right. you. If, hey, Ron, send yourself If there. you guys watch a man Thompson, please get out of here, Ron. Ron. <laughs> so his floor is a 20 and 10 guy. That's his floor. He's marked. If you're looking at it from a statistical standpoint, so uh, uh, for, from I mean, from a, a, he might average a triple double. Like, I'm going to be honest. He might. He's, he so has he's a 20, so he's a 20, so he's a 20 and 10 all league defender. At the least, that's who he is. I don't know about 20 a game. He said that. I'm. I'm with that's John Wall in, in, in 2017. He's a John yeah, Wall to me, man. But Jason Kidd's statistically, statistically, okay, all right, that's cool. I gotta start watching him in Thomas more, and I gotta start paying more attention to him because I gotta see what what what, he what does ev- is with this every dude. every every. If you guys like intangibles, every winning play that needs to be made, he'll right. do it. Contested rebounds, he'll do it. Offensive rebounds. He'll do it. Dive on the floor for loose balls. He'll do it. Get his hands on every single pass in the passing lanes. He'll do it. Switch onto everyone one through four. He'll do it. He'll even switch onto fives. Now he, he's not very. Yeah, good this sounds it. like this but sounds like Avery. This sounds like Avery Bradley to me. A big, a bigger version of Avery Bradley. That's what it sounds like. Bigger. Okay, and it sounds like Avery Bradley. Why we match gotta that, be, why we gotta be Magic Johnson? Match that with some of the best floor vision for a young player in the NBA. Match why, that why with some of the best passing for a young sounds player like in the Bradley NBA. To me. No, Match not, that no with being one of the best athletes in the NBA. No, no knock to uh, men because Avery Bradley was cold, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you can say it sounds like Avery Bradley on defense. Cool. Avery Bradley was an elite defender. Then put that with some of the best passing in the NBA, some of the best vision in the NBA, and he's one of the 10 best athletes in the NBA. I don't care. Like, that's what he is. And he's 21. I'm not, say, I'm not saying he's going to be Magic Johnson. I'm not saying he's going to be... Well, he probably will be Ben Simmons. But that's the level of talent he has, and I'm sorry if you if you don't watch Houston, don't tell me about a Men Thompson ceiling. I'm gonna be on. Don't don't talk to me about Men Thompson. I've only ceiling. watched them. Watching. Unfortunately, Mars and you and I actually watched the we we did the Boston uh we did the Boston game and he had like 15 I, rebounds. That was his first start in the NBA. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm like contested rebounds. I, I gotta I gotta watch more. <laughs> like four of them. All of them. Like he gets he gets actual rebounds, not this wide open Jalen Green rebounds. Actual rebounds. That's what he gets. Actual rebounds. Like he's a special talent, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. If you if you've watched him and you don't see, like, sure, don't don't say Magic Johnson. I'm not saying he's gonna win five rings and three finals MVPs and three MVPs. You know, I don't care about the accolades. I'm talking about player for player. Mm-hmm. He can be the best passing guard in the NBA. He can be the best transition guard in the NBA. John Wall. And, John and then, Wall. And then match that. With being the best defensive guard in the NBA, he's probably gonna have he'll average, if not a triple double, close to it. That sounds like the best player in the league, Mars. That sounds like we're talking about the best player team? in the league. No, because Wemby's gonna exist. Wemby's gonna exist. He's not okay. What, 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 what I'm saying he is that he can be the best guard the... in the league. He can be the best guard in the league. Wow. Okay. That's it. That's his potential. That's how good he can be. I tried to tell you that when he was coming out of OTE, but no one wanted to listen. But it all depends on if he can improve his ball handle because his handle is shaky at best and i'm not even projecting him to be able to shoot if he can shoot everything changes but he's not gonna i think i think he'll develop a jumper mars i think it'll be competent mars here's the thing though if he can i'm not saying that dude's gonna turn into dame or anything like that i just think it will be maybe not even respectable but he'll knock it down russell westbrook i think he'll be a little better than rest off smarter russ Oh my god! I, I think he'll be. Oh, a for sure, smart. Yeah, I, I don't a think he'll be able to Russ? Shoot. I don't think he'll be able to wow. shoot as well as Russ did. But I'm actually getting. I'm moving to Houston to get in season tickets. If, <laughs> if that's what I'm looking at, 
a smarter Russ? Holy nah, that's crazy. Shit. I was gonna say, like Russ with basketball IQ. What? Okay, let's not act like Russ. I'm just moving at Houston. Like yeah. But um, MN Thompson has the potential to average triple doubles. Like the one thing that is probably the most questionable is if he can average 10 assists. And that's just because he can't play make. And yes, he, he will be the best passing guard in the NBA, if not top three. Him, <laughs> Luca, and Tyrese Halliburton. That's also going to be predicated, Mars, on who is around him, too. Because when you're talking about passing the basketball, like what Luca is doing, I'm not Luca, well, Luca also, but what Joker is doing. So you see what Joker, you see what they look like without Joker on the floor. So if I'm looking at a men Thompson being that kind of, having that kind of impact, we're also going to be talking about a guy who's in the league MVP. He's going to be in league MVP conversations. He's going to be, like you said, if he's the best guard in the league, he's going to be in the best player in the league conversations. If he's going to be that good, because when you're talking about a guy who's the best passer, passing guard, that means my team is going to be awesome. Yeah, that means my, I'm, 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 we might have I'm, the best passing big at that time and the best passing guard. Now, guard is difficult because obviously right. Luca, Trey Young, Tyrese Halliburton. So I'm not saying definitively he's gonna be the best passing guard. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be top five. Like I'm, I will stand on that. He's gonna be top five. Will he be a better passer than Luca? Maybe not. Will he be a better passer than Halliburton? Maybe not. Will he be a better passer than Trey Young? Maybe not. Can he be? Certainly. Just based on the fact that keep Halley out of this. The ability for him to hang in the air and make some of the kickout passes he can make just off sheer athleticism, the vision he has, the ability to play making transition that I think trumps Luca and Trey, not Tyrese right. yet. The ability for him to make passes with both hands is elite, and he's doing this at twenty-one, and he's raw. Like he, he doesn't. Raw. He there's a lot he has to learn. But the, the baseline of what he's just capable of doing of pure instinct, pure instinct, is ridiculous. So he's just, I'm, he's I'm projecting him. He don't even know what he's out that's there doing. He's just out oh, there. You up here ad-libbing, Ron? You ad-libbing? No, no, no. I'm actually watching the Mint Thompson play this year. I don't only watch Kings games, all right? And I don't only watch the games that are on TNT. I watch the men play. Right, but... Back to Mars's point, I mean, the, the Jason Kidd logic, because I mean, Jason Kidd was so much responsible. He was responsible for so much, and he required so much attention on the backboard, slowing him down in transition, passing the basketball in the half court. Okay, sure, Jason Kidd wasn't a knockdown mid-range shooter, but it was respectable, and he ended up, he ended up adding the three ball to his game. To say that a Min Thomas, I keep calling him Thomas, Thompson, I'm sorry, say that a Min Thompson could be comparable to Jason Kidd, that means that we're talking about Possibly an all-time great guard. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, that, that's the ceiling. But, I mean, with the way the guard position is upgrading throughout NBA history, I'm not... Because right. Jason Kidd was, what, the best point guard in the league for a, a few years? From like yes, he was. From, like, 01 to, like, however long you want to say. I'm not about to argue Steve Nash or whatever. So, however long you want to say. I'm not I'm not saying that because Luca is better time. than... Luca and whoever is better than the guards that existed 20 years ago, in my opinion. So I'm not saying he's going to be better than Luca offensively, especially because I don't think he's going to ever score as good as those guys. But from a player-like comparison standpoint, right? he'll play comparably to how guys like Jason Kidd and Magic Johnson play. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's going to achieve as much as Magic Johnson. I'm right. not saying, because Magic Johnson in the 80s, by far the best guard. Right. Man Thompson probably isn't going to be that. But from a player comparison standpoint, how he's going to play, Minus the post game, he's gonna play similarly to how Magic Johnson and Jason Kidd played, and I'm, with, I'm pretty sure. With the, with the, with the, but with the, and with the, with the exception 
of not exception. I'm sorry. With the skill set being what it is today, Mars, with the skill set of the of the perimeter player, because you telling me that him being switchable like he is, you telling me that he could guard multiple positions. What isn't that going to take away from his game offensively? Because how good guys are offensively. Because him yeah, being he's, him he's being score. That's why. That, that's it. If he was asked to score, sure. But he's not. He's gonna be like a 16 to 18 point per game guy. He's not gonna be a 25, 27. He's not gonna. Unless he can figure out how to shoot. I'm of the belief, I don't think he'll ever be able to shoot. Ron thinks he can develop one. I think he's always going to be a liability shooting jump shots. I'm, wouldn't I he be able to that. But, so but I'm assuming he's going to score mainly in transition, mm -hmm. off putbacks, in the dunker spot, in off lobs, a la mm -hmm. Ben Simmons. Mars, what is it? What is it that is, you, is he going to be a primary? At, I'm sorry, Alex. Like, if he improves his handle, he can be a primary ball. What is it in a player's game? Because I've heard you say sometimes before, like, oh, this player will develop his shot, this player won't. Like, what is it that you're using to to determine that? Like, how do you how do you how do you look at a player at 19, 20 and determine whether by the time he gets 26, 27, if he'll be a, a good shooter? Like, what is it that um, you're looking at? A, a few, um, touch is a is a major thing. Touch, like how how good your touch is if that's on floaters, um, in the mid-range from the free throw line, how soft the bounce is off the rim, those things. If you have good touch. I believe mm. you probably have the chance of being a better shooter. Then it's how do you shoot? If you if the, if your My shot is mechanically, mm. yeah, if your shot is mechanically flawed and you lack touch, that's a concern. The reason I believe Lonzo Ball could shoot if he changed his form is because he had very good touch. So mm. I was I knew the form wasn't going to work. I told everyone that's not going to work. But he still has the potential to be a good shooter. Right. So I, I try not to look at percentages. I'll look at touch, free throw percentage is something I look at, and then it's also which shots are you comfortable taking. If someone's mm. comfortable taking shots that aren't just stationary catch and shoot corner threes, and they're and they're comfortable taking pull up mid range jump shots, or they're comfortable taking step back threes, the percentage can be lower. And I'm like, this guy is a comfortable shooter, which is why I thought Keontae George could shoot right. coming out of Baylor, even though his efficiency wasn't very good. But when you right. look at his shot diet and his profile, he clearly projected as but a good shooter. Like comfortable, NBA. comfortable meaning like they shoot it uh quite often or comfortable meaning like when they shoot it, you could tell like, oh, he was comfortable shooting that just based on both, the way he shot both. it. And what he now, if you only shoot off the dribble jump shots, there's still concern there because catch and shoots and off the dribble are two different right. shots and it's mm -hmm. not the same, which is why I look at, once again, Jalen Green, a lot more comfortable shooting off the dribble than off the catch. And that's mm -hmm. because his shot is mechanically flawed off the catch. So I'm, I'm looking at those things. I'm looking at the elevation he gets on his jump shot because I feel like for me, if you jump way too high, you're not a great three-point shooter. I think that just holds true throughout NBA history. The all the great like high elevation jump shooters are mid-range guys, not three-point guys. Personally, from my Ray, Ray Allen is an exception. Ray, Ray Allen Ray. is like the one person yeah. I can Ray think Allen of where is an exception. He seems to just be jumping 10 right. feet, and he's the only guy I'm like, there's an there's always exceptions to the rule. And then when I look at Amen Thompson, his touch is bad. Like, I'm gonna be honest, his touch is bad. It he can improve really, up. We can improve that. Uh, some of it I think is natural, but yeah, his touch isn't good. He has very little in terms of a float game, which right. I look at. If you have a if you have good touch on the floats, I think you can shoot, which is why Trey Young, I'm like, yeah, he can shoot for sure. He can mm -hmm. shoot. Um, and then when you look at his misses, I think there's such thing as good and bad misses. If you miss strong, I'm like, okay, that's a that's an acceptable miss. He's missing wide left by four feet, like he's not even close, or he'll miss short by seven feet. Right. <clears throat> like mm -hmm. Ron saw it in the one game he watched. I say all the time, Amen Thompson, when he shoots jump shots, averages an air ball a game. Like, that's how mm -hmm. bad of a shooter he is. Like, and he's it's still Andre Roberson bad. Like, and it's still... not, yeah, it's not like he's missing, he's missing long 
or you can see, oh, there's a slight adjustment to be made. He's missing wide by five feet on wide mm. open corner threes. Right. Like, you know, it's a you long know, way to go. The thing I'm concerned with, no, no, the, thing ahead, I'm concerned with the thing I'm concerned with, Mars, is you talk about how good his vision is. Well, if his vision is that good, then coaches are going to see that. And what they're going to do is they're going to change the offense. And they're going to put the ball in his hands. They're going to want him to be the distributor. They're going to want him to be their playmaker. Well, teams are going to recognize that. You can't shoot, and they're going to start backing off you. So if you can't, if, if he can't have a respectable jump shot, I don't mean his jump shot doesn't have to be elite. No, and how wide open the game is, if he can't be respectable at the long ball line, if he can't be respectable in the mid range, like that vision doesn't matter because we're going to drop off of you. That vision doesn't matter because we're going to play you a different way. And you being Ben Simmons, being a better version of Ben Simmons, you still have to be able to shoot it. And from what you're telling me. He can't shoot it, and you don't think he'll ever be able to. He'll, you don't think he'll ever be able to develop a jump shot, which means that he probably won't be a better version of, of Ben Simmons. Um, I think I think there's counters to not being able to shoot. Um, I think one, in today's game, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think one is if you don't apply ball pressure to a great passer, their passing reads become easier. That's why even guys like Rondo, mm-hmm. they can't shoot. But if you just let them. Probe at the top of the key. Yeah, you're not applying ball pressure on a play. That's why passing can mask bad shooting ability because you have to apply ball pressure to guys who even can't shoot because if you just let them see the whole floor, right? you make that passing reads easier. Now, also, I think that's why I said it all depends on his handle. If he's able to come off dribble handoffs and change direction and get downhill, that's where he can excel because with Sengun and him in a two-man game coming mm-hmm. off dribble handoffs, even if you do go under, if he's able to use his agility and athleticism to beat that initial defender, once he breaks the paint, you're going to have to collapse. He can make already, it seems, every single pass from that paint to the outside. He can make every single one. So I think there's there's counters to it. Also, just his feel, like, already in transition, just the fact that he forces so many turnovers and he's so good in transition will already elevate the ceiling of an offense, just off that alone. In transition, he's going to be one of the best players in the NBA. He just needs to be serviceable in the half court, which is why I said Jason Kidd, to me, is a good comparison. Jason Kidd, to me, wasn't the best half court scorer at all. Teams would go under every action on him. He wasn't He wasn't as athletic as a mentor, so forgive me. I'm sorry, he wasn't. Um, and I'd argue around the rim, they were comparable. Now, I understand the difference in error. It's much more difficult to finish back then as it is now. Right. But you allow a mentor Thompson to play in the on a team of spacing, which Houston doesn't have, which kind of holds him back. Give him give him floor spacing. Give him him and Sengun. He'll be able to get downhill. And if he gets downhill, he's going to cause problems. So do I think he's going to be a liability? No. But do I understand that it's going to be... It's harder to scheme for a person who can't shoot. If you can shoot, it always makes the scheming easier. But I don't think it's going to hold him back from achieving Ben Simmons... Jason Kidd level play. I don't think that's going to hold him back from that. Uh-huh. Now, if he can shoot, he enters a whole new stratosphere. So people better hope he can't shoot because if he can shoot, it changes the game. But e- even then, though, it's like we can look over history and it's we have a good sample size of great playmakers and elite point guards mm-hmm. that have not been able to shoot. You mentioned Rondo. It was a point where Jason Kidd wasn't the best shooter. Mm-hmm. Even, we can even look now, a guy like Obviously, it's a different position, but Sabonis doesn't really shoot it like that. Um, we got who would you say? Draymond Green. Draymond, Draymond Green. Um, and we can keep going. I had a couple other guys too. In I don't mind, know if a point guard but, can do that today, though. 
I don't know if a point guard can get away with being a poor shooter in today. But you gotta remember, he's six seven. He's not. Oh, so he's, he's not six two. He's six seven. Like he doesn't. I just want to let you guys know for anyone who doesn't, he doesn't play the one for Houston. He plays the three. Yes, I did like, know that. He's being used as a wing. Like, I'm not going to call him a point forward because he's clearly a guard, but he's being used as a wing. So he's not, he'd probably be out, he'll probably be out there with other guards. He might actually be a wing. I'm going to be honest, he might be listed as a wing like for most of his career because I don't know how long <clears> he's going to be in Houston. He might be used as a small forward or a two guard, but two guards, I mean, depends on the floor space around it. He might mm. not be a point guard, but he'll play like one, I believe. But he might be used as a wing. With actual shooting around him at the guard position, right. so there's also that. Well, re- real quick, Mars, because I, I wanted to uh, wanted to stick with this for a second, because um, I, I agree I agree with your with your uh, formula on how you determine if a guy will uh, be a better shooter or not. I, I agree with it for the most part. Um, obviously, no no formula is going to be foolproof, but mm-hmm. why is that what you use to determine? Like, what is it that make that makes you feel like these are the key factors in becoming a better shooter? Um, I think it comes from like how did you how did you create this formula? I think it's pattern recognition. I look at like because every time the draft comes around, I I like look at like a bunch of prospects because I'm, I'm interested in who I think is going to be good, what players I don't, and then I look back throughout history at which prospects couldn't shoot, and then which ones turned themselves into good shooters and which ones didn't, and then I look at the patterns in their play style and the other people's play styles. And see, okay, why did this guy become a better shooter? What did he have coming in that was the indicator of that? And the main indicators I always seen was free throw shooting, comfortability in a multiple of um, multiple of like different shooting actions. So off the bounce, different varieties of footworks, one twos, hops, whatever the case may be, comfortability in the mid range, and the touch on floaters. Those are the things that always seem to show to me. Everyone who seemed to develop a jump shot some of those things in some capacity everyone else who couldn't couldn't do most of those things there's a few exceptions that i that i can think of lonzo had no floater at all in ucla and no in between game the thing that indicated to me was the comfort comfortability of the dribble for him that's what that was that was an indicator to me that he had good touch so he's at the one person i'm like he didn't really match all of these criteria but he matched one to a level enough where i was like i believe there's something here and then everyone else who never developed a jump shot whether that be Russell Westbrook or John Wall lacked in those aspects that I'm talking about where I'm like, they weren't comfortable off the bounce in a variety of situations. They didn't have much of a float game. It was pretty much all downhill. And then the in-between game took a very long time to come around. So I was like, I don't see that translating, which is why I think Scoot Henderson actually has the capability to be able to shoot at some point. Now, I don't think he's going to be great, but I think the free throw percentage is an indicator. His, his willingness to take floaters and his touch on them is okay. And also, he doesn't just shoot stationary catch-and-shoot threes. He's willing to take mid-range pull-ups, and he's willing to take threes off the bounce. I think there's an avenue to Scoot Henderson being a good shooter. So it always depends on the prospects. I, I always think it goes deeper than what percentages say and certain things. So that's where I'm at with Amen Thompson. I see no indication of shooting. He can't make free throws, no floor, and he's pretty exclusively taking wide-open jump shots off the catch, and he still can't make them. What's his three-point percentage? Yo, Jalen, uh, we're gonna holler at you next time, player. Yes, sir. Hey, Jalen. Yeah, hey, Jalen. Good to have you. I done told you already. I ain't gonna Crazy. tell you again. Stay I make no promises. Dick, make no promises. Stay Stay away from my chick. I ain't gonna tell you again. All right, now. Take it easy. For anyone who doesn't know, Amen Thompson is shooting fifteen point eight percent from three. Mike. 
Yeah, he's not gonna be able to. Yeah, on how many attempts? He takes one a game. That's it, and he's shooting fifteen percent. Oh, well, that's not bad. That's awful, Ox. If you I'm, look at, okay. I mean, well, I mean, it's the volume, right? He's only shooting one a game. It don't have no impact like that. Yeah, all right. shoot the ball, young fella. More importantly, hey, Damo, pass that. Transition. You know I will. How y'all doing? My fault. I didn't even realize. Pass that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's up? All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, Damo, you see the title of the show, the very best team in the West. Unfortunately, you wasn't here earlier, but we kind of went around the room. Everybody gave their top four seeds in the West, kind of on a Mm -hmm. power ranking type of scale. And Mm -hmm. the Clippers were the most consistently high-ranked team. So the Clippers are, as of right now, the best team in the West up here. But My, my, my. How things change. I have a couple start bench cuts for you guys. Okay. And um it's it's team wise. <laughs> and so the first start bench cut and I, I've sorted them out. I've sorted them kind of into teams that are more veteran teams that we actually expect to compete and younger unproven teams that have yet to really show us much in the playoffs. You can make an argument for a couple teams in here but these are how they were separated. So we'll go with the younger teams that are more inexperienced. Haven't really made too much noise in the playoffs. So the first start bench cut for Western Conference teams, I present to you guys the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Sacramento Kings. Mm -hmm. Start bench cut in terms of what you guys believe that these teams will do in the playoffs. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's easy. Don't the Kings have to make it there first? Don't they have to make it there? I think the Kings... They're in the play-in right now. Yeah, I think they make it in the playoffs, though. I mean, I, I, I think they're like a half game out the, out the five spots. Nonsense like that. We'll see. So this should be the Pelicans and not the Kings? I think so. Yeah, I mean, Sacramento, Sacramento game out the five spots. So. I mean, <laughs> it's four of us up here. If we all choose to override the Kings and include the Pelicans, then... That can be if, done. If you do it at the Pelicans, that kind of changes it up a bit for me. So, I, mean. I ain't going to lie. Moving the Kings or Pelicans is still going to give the same result for me. So it don't really matter. Are we judging them based on how good we think the teams are or how good they match up against each other? No. Like, in the playoffs, w- what you expect them to do. So, to basically, to make it out the way. Oh. That's the best chance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So what are we doing? Are we doing the Kings or the Pelicans? We'll rock with the Kings. All right, but who's first? Who, who go first? Hey, I go first. Sure, I'll, I, I'm, I'm, I already know mine. I'm starting Minnesota. I'm I'm benching Sacramento and I'm cutting OKC. Mm. Wow. Okay. Okay. And what's your reasoning behind this? Well, Minnesota. The one thing that they do consistently is what wins championships, and I think that. They have a shot at going deep into the playoffs because they defend um, Sacramento. The experience that they got last year playing against the Warriors, I, th- I think Sabonis has gotten better. The Aaron Fox, I don't think this is going to be a sophomore slump for him. I think those, I think those guys will be better. And Oklahoma City, as good as they are, and as much as I dig their crew, they got a glaring issue, and it's in their front court. And I think that could be exposed early in the playoffs if they get a bad matchup. Hmm. They just got Bismarck Biombo. I'm about to say that was a secret weapon you know about, chill. The one oh, hand got them a real center, though. 
Bismack, baby. But with that being said, Bismack that Rudy. All, that's all I needed to see. So now I can confidently say, one, I have Minnesota. One, I, I still got Minnesota one. Yeah. I, think I personally think that's the best team in the West. Um, I like this team. I think this team is actually going to shock a lot of people. I understand we haven't seen them do much, but I still – I feel like this team can shot the world. Two, I will say OKC. They have Bismack to reassure that front court just in case it gets a little tricky and they have to play big. They actually got somebody that they can put at the five while Chet plays the four, and I feel confident. Because if you got Bismack, you got 89% of Rudy Gobert, in my opinion. So I'm, I hate you, Davo. I, I hate it. you. I love I hate it. you, Davo. I swear I hate you. That's 88. It's not the whole oh thing. God, Rudy, Rudy is still better. Rudy is still better. By 10%. 11. 11. 11. 11. So we got the same <laughs> fit on. My shirt's just flying in yours. That's all. One shirt. Yep. We got the same haircut. We look Some, the same. Somebody, somebody earned their shirt. Somebody did. You got My two guys in white tees. One is in one is in a designer white tee. The other is a Hanes white tee. Oh it's still God. a white tee. It's just different material. But um, and then last, I'm gonna do the Kings. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. Strictly biased. I don't trust them at all. I don't. I I think they're a good playoff team. A team to make the playoffs. A team that could, you know, obviously be a good regular season team. But when playoffs come around, I just don't think they got it. So that would be my three. Um, All right. For mine, I, I would have to agree with Chill Towns. I like I like that. I base mine based uh on how many teams could they beat, like matchups against the other teams. Um, I think Minnesota could can can probably beat all of the teams. Um, Sac, we could probably beat everybody except for the Clippers, the Suns, and the Timberwolves. You know, Timberwolves would be a tough one. And okay. Big eye, okay. tell everybody if you saw this team in the first round how you feel about seeing the Pelicans in the first round. I don't think I don't think either one of these three teams would beat the Pelicans in the first round. So mm. <laughs> I go, I go I all three of these teams. Pissed off. If he um, maybe the maybe the Timberwolves or other like the, the Pelicans are smacking us and the and the Thunder. Um <clears throat> yeah, and I think really I thought the Thunder could only beat D- Dallas in the playoffs, but now that Dallas kind of reinforced themselves, I don't even know if they could beat Dallas. So I don't think I don't think OKC has a chance in the playoffs. They're a really good young team, but in the playoffs, it's it's rough. So yeah, I would say. Can I ask? Were was the Pelicans the team that the Lakers dang near broke the scoring record on? I don't even know. Was that the Pelicans? Um, it was, wasn't it? I'm not. I don't trust none of them niggas. Blow it up. Y'all gave up twenty. Y'all gave up twenty to every starter on the Lakers. Blow it up. What? <laughs> Starting with Zion. Let's move everybody. Get rid of everybody. It wasn't so them. Hell yeah, not. No. So you're saying take a stick of dynamite, put it on the front of the roster, take another stick, put it on the back, and take about three sticks and put it wherever Zion's sitting and <laughs> blow it up. But to... But to be to be fair on on that star bench cut though to be fair I don't think it's it's gonna be rough for for sack for us and um, OKC to get out that first round depending on the matchups the way it's looking like you know I, I might have put us to to be on the bench but with that being said I don't know if either one of us getting out that first round right Big Ox, if, you, if, if, if if it ended today Big Ox if we play each other we, I mean, we beating them in six play, months y'all play Oklahoma City in round one if it ended today. Yeah. Like yeah, after the play in, and this is what it was. Y'all play Oklahoma City in round one. How you yeah, feel about we, your boy? We, we beat them in six. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. Are you I mean, worried they, about they, they just, folks? Nah, not at all. Not at all. See, he okay. just, you know, stuff just ain't falling. You know, it's all good. It'd be like mm-hmm. that. Some sometimes it's really like that. Like, I mean, their their season is so long, so it's gonna be more, you know, when you have a slump, it's gonna be more amplified as as opposed to if you're just, you know, playing the you know, less games, but it's a slump. Sometimes it's a lid. Sometimes it's an actual lid on the rim. <laughs> it's going to fall, though. He just got to keep staying consistent. That mid-range is something that he's never going to lose. So it's just like that's that's always going to come. That's going to come back. Uh, the ball will drop, like, without a doubt. It's going to go in. So, you know, he just got to stay, stay stay being aggressive. I don't think we got any issue with De'Aaron Fox as far as, um, you know, confidence issues. I think he knows. It's just it's a part of the game. But DeMontis going to hold it down. So we'll be all right. Mars, who do you have in your starting yeah. cut? Um, I think the Timberwolves should probably start unanimously. Um, between OKC and Sacramento, um, I'll probably say OKC then the Kings, but I'm not like certain either way. Um, the concerns of OKC, I mean size and um playing a liability as much as they do those two things are kind of concerning but then i look at the kings um and i see a team in okc that drives as much as they do and the kings have one of the worst interior defenses in the nba um so that's a concern um expecting sabonis to defend a team as versatile as okc is a concern not just against okc just against the majority of the west I think Sabonis will struggle defensively. Now, he might get it back on offense against a few teams. I'm not sure OKC is one of them, to be honest. And that's not saying he can't really chat. I'm talking about just in terms of his playmaking. When OKC are as versatile as they are, I think that kind of gets mitigated a little bit. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm clutching at straws, picking between those two teams. I think Timbal's clear, both of them. So, so Mars, you get whatever you want against Sacramento in the, in the, in the paint? Even though they got the league leading rebounder and glass cleaner, you get whatever you want against them. Oh, when they, when they miss, he'll get the rebounds. They don't miss. Yeah, don't his, his his rebounding ain't stopping him from getting to the to the cup. Yeah, his, his interior presence is right. like bad, and then you extend him out mm-hmm. onto the perimeter, and he tries. I'll give him that. He does. He he's not like he's just out there just mm-hmm. not trying. He just he just can't move laterally very well, and he doesn't have the hands that a guy like Jokic does to kind of like mask that. And then you see him trying to retreat back to the rim, and then he's out of position. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not great over there. That's the one. That's the one thing when Demontis is in position, he usually he usually defends vertically, stays high, meets you up top. But when he's out of position, it's just like, man, that's a bucket. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough. it's a layup. He's not really getting moving from this side of the floor to that side of the floor in rotation, like at this at the right spot. Fellas, I regret to inform you. That I'm starting the Kings. Oh my god. Mm. Okay. I'm starting the Sacramento Kings in large part due to the fact that I don't trust Carl Anthony Towns to do nothing. I don't trust him at all. And I barely trust Rudy. And it's hard to trust Anthony Edwards just because, well, he's a young, young upcoming star. I just I don't know what to expect from him. I don't, Damo. I'm sorry, I don't. Mm. I'm starting the Kings. I think the Kings have uh, underperformed a little bit, but 
the Kings got the most firepower offensively out of all of these teams. Still. No, they don't. No, we do. We do for sure. We do. But we just, no, we no, got off, 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 we definitely 100% we do. No. You guys are letting this no. 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 How do we not? What are you talking about? What's Jay's up thing? What's that mean? Who said anything I, about J-Dub? I said, S- I said SGA, y'all. y'all that's no, Ron said, J- uh, Ron said this J-Dub yeah, thing. What is that? Yeah, what's what's the J-Dub thing? Wait, but still, the, either way, either way, how do we not got the most firepower when it comes to offense? What are y'all talking about? Which De'Aaron, Sabun, it y'all forget, y'all forget about Malik Monk and Keegan. No, I'm with you. He's, he's but that's the thing. Big Ox is very high on Keegan. Yeah, Murray. it depends how very you view the Keegan Murray fight. Yeah, he's huh? very high on Keegan Murray. Oh, so, yeah, I'm very, I'm very high. Different. I'm very, I'm very that's high on on, right on Trey Lyles and Trey Lyles and Malik Monk coming off that bench. Very high on that. Very, very, very. Which I could, I, I, I could, I could get with Trey Lyles. I mean, I could get with Malik Monk, but the rest of that crew, and I mean, offensively, I mean, Minnesota is not like, like I said. I watched them and I watched them going into the fourth quarter. They have double digit leads, big guys around the basket. You just told me that Sacramento, you can get whatever you want against Sacramento in the post. Yeah, we're well, talking about firepower though. That's what I'm talking about. So you got two, you don't have one big guy, you got two big guys in the paint. You can get whatever you want, especially going downhill. Ant can get whatever he wants. Jaden McDaniels isn't a 20 a game guy, but he could also get downhill. Nas Reed. Is, is actually in the conversation as one of the best mm, rotation Reed, players in the game. Nas Reed is one of the best was one of the better rotation players in the game. So he can get whatever he wants. We're talking about a team in Minnesota that has the firepower to compete with Sacramento. To say that Sacramento has the most firepower, nah, I ain't buying that. I'm I'll purchase, I'll purchase that even if they taxing me for it. Um even mm-hmm. like even even for the wolves, I mean, between cat and ant, I can see that, but I mean. Other than I mean, we just talking about strictly offensive firepower, I'm kind of I'm kind of lost to see how the Kings the, aren't taking that hand I would say the Kings down. don't have any negative offensive firepower. Yeah, that, so that, that doesn't that doesn't make us a better team. I'm not saying that. I'm just right. saying offensively we got we got heat. So the T Wolves and the Thunder both have negative offensive players playing in their rotation, so True. that that can hold them back. But best offensive players, I think. The Thunder have the best offensive player of all three of these teams, in my opinion. Now, it's, it's close. It's between, it is close. between well, Shea and between who? who? And Anthony, him and Anthony Edwards. Oh, I thought you were talking about Shea. I, I, I think I think oh. Ron's saying De'Aaron. De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. And De'Aaron Fox. You think it's close between De'Aaron and Shea offensively? It's not. It's not as far as you making it seem, Morris. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, saying, but, but, I never gave a measurement. I, I just. What does <laughs> what does what does close mean? Like, you imply. Close, you imply. Like, you imply. Yeah, because I, I'm like, for me, if it's comfortable, if I'm comfortable saying Shea's a better offensive player, I don't view that yeah. as close. I'm I'm comfortable saying Shea's better offensively. Okay. Like, it's pretty not as a scorer, just overall offensively. Overall, what they bring to the table on offense, I, I think is Shea. But then I understand the the Kings don't have a Kyle Anderson or a Josh Giddy on their no, roster who or Rudy Gobert who actively just doesn't get <laughs> guarded. So that that can help them. But I mean, I don't know what this J Dub thing runs alluding to. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. J Dub, I'm still waiting. J Dub's tough. I need to no J J Dub's extremely tough. I'm saying you guys have taken his his step forward. As OKC is just one of the better offensive players or offensive teams in the NBA. OKC has their flaws on offense. Who is, who and, and, and I don't, we know their flaws. I, Josh Giddy. 
and I don't, I don't even, I don't think, I think OKC damn near ranks third out of all three of these teams offensively. A lot, a lot of their offense is heavily predicated on Shea, heavily predicated on Shea. Okay. And then it's like a lot of the scoring the, is heavily predicated on him. Josh Giddy handles the basketball. He's actually not a bad offensive player. He just can't shoot. Like, that's like not the problem with him. That's the problem. Uh, with OKC's a top five shoot. offense in the NBA, right? Yeah, that's the problem with Josh Giddy. He just can't shoot the basketball. And the king and the king and the kings are 14th and the Timberwolves are 17th. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 buying the Kings off. Kings were number one last year. I know this year isn't last year, but I know this year is the last year, but the Kings have the same exact team that they had last year. But okay, so somehow they don't have the same exact offense. They absolutely have the same exact offense. They went from one to, to what was it, 14, 17? I mean, some other, some, other, like, some, other team, some other teams start scoring more, but we did we we have the same as far as like most of the same players, but we're not always running the same sets. We had to change it up a little bit after how Steve Kerr exposed us in the playoffs. If you watched, if you watched this earlier in the season, we weren't running the same exact stuff. We're we're implementing different things, so it does it doesn't look the same. But still, I, I I don't care about what the offensive rating says as far as just firepower. We I don't know who scores the most points, but like with the with the offensive weapons we have, that's what I'm talking about. It's like we right. we offensive weapons we got we got the most of them. So that, that's all I'm saying. I know I'm not saying I who's a better that. team. Just you know, that's all. That's that's is and that's what I'm that's what I'm basing my that's what I'm basing my arguments on. The most powerful weapon. Uh, depends. I mean, we still we we got heat. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not like it's not like we just coming with a bunch of twenty tools and shit. Now nah, we coming with we we got we got cannons. Mars. Like I'm not. No, I, think you, I, I, I get I, I get I get I, I get, I get I what you're you, saying, but that does like that doesn't three. apply to this. I I'd give you three like. Sure it does, big ox. In my opinion, it doesn't apply to this. We don't we don't got no little guns. We got we got cannons. I'll give you I'll give you Diaron Sabonis and Malik. I think that's three. Like I need I need I need you to put some respect on Keegan and Kevin too, though. I don't view them as not as. They don't go in like firepower to me. Like when I think. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I'm trying to see it from a, a lens of like Ox's lens. When I'm actually looking at these draws, when I looked at the Timberwolves roster, when I looked at o- when I looked at the Kings roster, one I was trying to figure out what is what is a fire, what is firepower in the co- terms of competition we're having. If it's just the amount of players that aren't negatives or the amount of players that can provide you scoring offensively, is what I took it. Mm-hmm. I can see that in terms of what the Kings got coming off that bench, in terms of the guys they have, they got some, they got a lot of flamethrowers compared to the, and I'm just comparing it to the Timberwolves, especially coming off the bench. Nas Reed is coming off that bench, that is firepower. But in terms of having, and I'm not even talking about the upper echelons of their fire, I'm talking about guys like Sasha, Chris Duarte. Mm-hmm. Those guys, that's, that's, those are players, those are flamethrowers as well. Yeah. I think those guys would count as you, 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 can, keep, you can keep Chris out of this, but I need, I need Sasha and Trey. I need Sasha, Trey, Keevan, Keegan, Kevin. I need all of that. I can I can understand it. I, at first, I wasn't getting with it. After actually looking and thinking of what lens we're talking about, we're I'm not even saying who's better, just who has more weapons to use on offense. Okay, I can get behind it. Um, I'm wholeheartedly. I don't even know what this J Dub conversation is. I, I'm still baffled and confused on that one. Um, J Dub is phenomenal. And no, he is. I'm, it's team. not. A, it's not a personal indictment to J Dub. I'm saying I think that with his emergence. We act like OKC's offense is better than what it is. I believe that their offense is is heavily uh, overrated, and I think come playoff time, Oklahoma City will be expo- yes, their offense will be exposed. Ron? How? It's so. My thing is when I'm when I'm looking at their offense, 
I don't really trust a lot of those guys offensively. That that's first and foremost. Second off, I already said it. I think it's heavily, 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 heavily relying on Shea. Third off, on any given night, I don't know who their second option is going to be. And I know J Dub has just taken that step forward, but still, on any given night, I don't know if it's going to be. Ron, you ever watch Oklahoma City play? Do you ever watch Oklahoma City? Because yeah, if you watch them, if you watch Oklahoma City play, there's no way that you can say that because an uh, 18 in a game guy, that's not easy to come by in J Dub. That's number one. Number two, when you got a stretch five in when you got a stretch five in Chet, you got like, somebody that now opens up the offense way more than somebody else who doesn't have that. You have no answer for that when you got a when you got a stretch five. So with that being said, this Oklahoma City offense with J Dub, who could give you 17 to 19 on a Tuesday, which means on a good night, he can go for 25. And on a great night, he can give you 35. That's not saying he's doing that on a regular, but on a great night. And then you got Chet, who also cleans glass and speeds the game up for them and knocks down the mid-range and the long ball. To say that that offense is sketchy, no, they have an awesome now, offense. Keep in mind, awesome. Chill. Keep in mind, we're talking about playoff basketball. Right. You know, it's just going to come down to Josh Giddy. Like, I'm I'm sorry. That's what That's it is. That's the issue. It's going to come issue. down to Josh Giddy. Because he can't shoot the basketball. So. Everyone, he's everyone, the one that they, he's the one that got If they just the understand, hey, look, we right. got Isaiah Joe. Put him in the lineup. Right. That'll be fine. That's it. The whole uh, the whole way to slow down OKC's offense right. is put a big on Josh Giddy and let him play the paint because you don't have to guard him. Mm -hmm. That whole problem is mitigated the moment you just put Isaiah Joe in there. That's it. We we That's have to move on to the other start bench cut, but I do want to say, just watch when playoff basketball comes around. Watch how that offense just all of a sudden comes to a halt. Just watch. I'm, I'm, no. I'm telling you, it's going. It's going. That that offense is good. The thing about OKC though is they got a solid defense too, and they're able to run the break. Half court offense. I got one guy. You know, time, it's going to be cooked. I understand. We got to move on. I'm just looking if if the playoff start of the day. They will yeah, be playing play Sacramento. They got to play Sacramento in round they one. Do have, they do have Gordon Hayward. Oh, they just, go, they just go Gordon Hayward. That solves the Josh Giddy dilemma. I forgot about Gordon Hayward. Hold on now. Wait, wait, wait. That, that solves the Josh Giddy dilemma. Second. I'm going to be honest. They have two I, options in terms of replacing Josh Giddy. Can't they can it. go big. Yeah. They can yeah. go big and they can put uh, Biz back in there, take Giddy off the court, move Jade up to the three, check to the four. Problem solved. Or. They keep playing their normal lineup. Bro. Remove Giddy. Put in Gordon Hayward. Go Gordon Hayward. Go Gordon Hayward. We spanking OKC. And if, if this is the first round matchup, like we spanking OKC, Gordon Hayward or not? <laughs> now predicated on Gordon Hayward. Okay. Uh, I mean, Gordon, Gordon Hayward, Hayward solves Gordon Hayward solves the issue of one player not being guarded. He does do that, Mars. Yeah, yeah, yes, he does. Yes, he does do that. And Josh I mean, Giddy can't stretch. Gordon play chess, yeah. That's the problem with Josh Giddy. He can't stretch the defense, but he can knock down a shot. And he can handle a a Mars. I said a shot. That's what I said. I didn't say he's a he's a knockdown shooter. I said he can knock down a shot. But with watching him, it is a problem when you got a guy that you leave an open all the time. But when he's able to knock down a shot, he could get downhill at six eight six nine and make plays for other people. The problem with Josh Giddy is he's got the ball in his hands. With him having the ball in his hands, that takes the ball out of Shea's hands. That's the issue with them. Just get him off the floor. That'll be all right. All right, fellas. Moving along. Our next start bench cut that we have. To make it out of the West, we have the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Suns. Ooh. Ooh. Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Suns. That's tough. 
Easy hmm. for me. Well, um, Damo. Boom. Clippers, uh, Nuggets, Suns, and we're assuming all teams healthy. I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, hater, Damo. I'm not being a hater. I'm being dead honest. <laughs> Clippers, Nuggets, Suns. Well, first things first, I'm going to start the Suns. If it's all things healthy, that's probably the scariest team in the West to me, healthy, that that any given night they can give you 200 points, in my opinion. Them, that, that's a hard <laughs> team to handle. They, they give you 200 any given night. That's how I'm looking at it. Any that's given it. night they can give you something that's never been given to anyone ever. Any ever. given night. In the history of the NBA, <laughs> the 77 any given night. On a Tuesday, any given playoff, night. I can give you 200. Hey, any given night. Benching the Nuggets. The Nuggets already done it. They are obviously when you have the best center in the NBA out on the court, uh, you have an X factor that no one else has. I promise you, I, as a Laker fan who is terrified of the Nuggets, maybe that's my bias. Maybe I have a Nuggets bias because my team just can't get by them. But the Nuggets are the real deal. And I'm benching the Clippers. If Ron can come up here and say, "Oh, I can just wait to the wait to the playoffs," and then this and this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, that's gonna happen. Well, history tells we're assuming this is gonna happen. Okay, well, see, in that last conversation, history tells me that the Clippers are gonna fold in the playoffs, no matter what. It don't matter who's on the court, it don't matter who's off the court, healthy or unhealthy, whatever reason, the Flippers will flip, the Clippers will clip. That's not bias. That's a statistical fact. That's actually you can go back and look over the last four to five years. Ever since Kawhi has touched down in LA and didn't put a Laker jersey on, you can watch constant failure, constant disappointment, constant choking in some way or another. I don't trust them, cut them. There you go. The Clippers are cut, hmm. the Suns are starting, and the other team is benched. Who the other team, the reigning the champs, the, the world champs. champs. Uh, <laughs> oh, my bad. Where you at, Ron? Where you at today, yo? I'll, I'll you right yo, now. clock, <laughs> hey, clock in, bro. Clock in. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go. I obviously, I um, I got the Clippers starting this one. Um, that's the easy. That's that's the easy one for me. This is the difficult one. Um. And honestly, I'm just going, you know, take a leap of faith here and say that we cut the Nuggets. <gasps> yeah, I think I think both of these teams beat the Nuggets. Um, I think I think both. Man, it's hard, man. It's hard. That that's what the Suns got over there is just a little too much. It's too much for me. I, I think the Sun. I think the Suns kind. The Suns benched them and cut the Nuggets. I look oh at the God. I look at the matchups. Uh, chill town. Like in the matchup wise, I think I think the Nuggets are gonna get gonna get caught slipping. I think I think we got. I think the West kind of. You know how it goes. Like when when one team wins, then everybody starts figuring. Okay, how do we beat this team? A lot of teams are gearing up for them. You know what I'm saying? So I think the Timberwolves, like like for instance, the Timberwolves can knock the Nuggets off, but I I think the Clippers and the Suns beat the hell out the Timberwolves. You know so. Mm. I'm on Damo page, I'm, but I'm flipping. Uh, I'm flipping Denver and Minnesota. I'm, I'm flipping Denver and, and Phoenix. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a start Denver. I'm a bench Phoenix and the Clippers because they are gonna flip. As in, in Damo words, the Flippers are going to flip. That's who they are. There's no, there's no misunderstanding about these guys. It looks good on paper. It actually looks good right now, which I can say. Yo, this is this is I I, I can well, I can watch these dudes today 
and be like, yo, these guys, these guys are great. Come play off time. I know who James Harden is. I know who Russ is. I know who Paul George is. And I know who Leonard is. And I know that the post that's holding up this tent is Kawhi Leonard and those knees. That's what's holding up. That's the post that's holding up this tent right there more than anything. So, yeah, Phoenix might have a, a, a lead guard issue. But, I mean, they, they, they still got guys who can pass and they can keep the game close. I think that's the I think that's the separator. But in the Western Conference, I still think that Denver, as good as Minnesota is, I still think that, I'm not counting Denver out. No, I'm not. I just don't like what I'm seeing right now. Mars? Um, when you think about it, the West is actually crazy. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I don't this is probably the least comfortable I've been in the West in terms of like who I think is coming out in a while. Um, mm. I'll, I'll start the Clippers because, hey, shoot me. I'm assuming health. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming health. Um, Double, you gonna the- shoot Mars? <laughs> Then I'll I'll bench I'll bench the Nuggets out of respect for what they did last year, and then I'll cut the Suns. But I mean, it wouldn't take much to convince me to start the Suns and cut the Clippers. I I I don't know. Gen I genuinely don't know. I don't even have a strong reason why I'm cutting the Suns, other than it feels disrespectful to cut the reigning champs. So yeah, start the Clippers, bench the Nuggets, cut the Suns. Mm-hmm. They're the three best teams in the West, though, in my opinion. So, and that's that's, that's kind of why when I was formulating this, that's what I was going off the three teams that I thought were the strongest, and also kind of just based on um, experience of their top guys as well. The Suns, Suns have two guys that have well a champion. Got a couple other guys that have made uh, strong runs. Clippers as well. I think majority of their guys have made it to the NBA Finals. And then obviously the Denver Nuggets that are reigning champions. The West is cool. It's, is, is it fair to say that the West today is closer at the top than it's been in a long time? I mean, the top four seeds. When's the last time we've had the top four seeds separated by a game and a half? More times than not, the West, the top, the best team in the West has been the best. And then there's been some separation. And then from like maybe three or four on, that's where the gap closes. Like these guys are are pretty close. But now we got the top four seeds only separated by a game and a half. And then you get the next five seeds. They're only separated by like two or three games. Is this uh, the closest that the West Yeah, it's probably since like 2010, probably. I think 2010 was very close. I might be wrong. I, I read that's, something. That's the year where I think a 50-win team missed the playoffs. Or am I by crazy? Oh. That's insane. Well, there was a year in like the late 2000s where a 50 win team missed the playoffs, so like a 48 win team. Yeah, that year was Phoenix. pretty close. Phoenix in 2008, Phoenix missed the playoffs. I think they won 40, 40, 48 games that year and they missed the playoffs. That I year, remember that. Well, well, one, of those, yeah. one of those late 2000s years, I know the West was very close. So probably the closest has been since then. Mm-hmm. Probably. I had read something last week where it said this is the furthest into the season where the top four seeds have been spread out by one game or been separated by one game. I think that's when the um, that's when OKC and the Clippers were tied for one, 
And then I think the the Wolves and the Nuggets were tied for uh, second place. But here's the standings one more time, just so you can mm-hmm. see. Keep in mind, we did a start bench cut, and we didn't include the number five seed, or we didn't include the Dallas Mavericks, who are streaking right now. And they've obviously just bolstered up their roster. And then we also didn't include America's favorite team, the Golden State Warriors. And we really team, could do a start bench cut between those three playoff teams, three playing teams. I'm going to be honest. So Golden State seems to be turning around since Draymond's been back. I mean, Draymond's impact. I don't know what to tell you, guys, man. Draymond's still good. I'm trying to say we we've been talking about Draymond. Nah, man. How many, nah, how many, how many man, conversations nah, have we had about how important Draymond is? Now, when we gonna when we gonna realize that Draymond just clearly been the second most impactful player towards that <laughs> dynasty? Like, when are we gonna nah, realize we not that about it to... was Draymond the whole time? Nah, when we are not about realize. to do that because earlier this very I'm season, on the Warriors, though. when you know, he was I'm, out I'm here punching people randomly. Everyone was talking about he should be having assault charges. All that Draymond impact was in the toilet. No one cared about Draymond's impact. That's why I'm he was saying. out here arguing with Steve You know, had to take time away to get help. No one cared about his impact. Everyone said the impact was over, overblown, overstated. They still suck with Draymond. That's all people said. Now they ring off a couple lousy-ass games. Now it's all. <laughs> The Warriors are back. Man, get the hell out of here. I don't man. think the Warriors are back. Ho, 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 ho. I'm, I'm not saying that back. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking, back. when no. are we going to acknowledge Draymond Green? Like, wait, man. wait a minute, Damo. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on, Damo. Draymond Green playing the five, and the Warriors' defense looks good. Like, what right. They won a couple of games. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on the Warriors' train. No, they still the Titanic to me. They still are the Titanic Draymond Green comes back, and Steph Curry's slump seems to end. Like, are we going to just not acknowledge these things? Like, That does matter, though. That, that, that does That's matter. what I'm and, saying. And Draymond Green that, is impactful. And on, and on top of that, we talked about Draymond a long time ago, how important Draymond was. Not just here today, not just months ago. This was last season we talked about how important Draymond was to that unit. If he ain't on that unit, how much different they are. We did we do, we did do that last year. But let's not sit there and act like all of a sudden well, they won four games, so here they are coming back. This team is still a year too old. Oh, they yeah. still had an opportunity to retool, and they didn't. So I'm not off that train. No, the Golden State Warriors are still a year too late from retooling. Yes, they are. I'm hey, not buying this. Walker, Walker, thank you for bringing it up. The consensus up here was Tradem. The consensus was, oh, he, he should have been out of here, man. I want everyone, he, I want everyone to be done. aware that was never my opinion. As the Draymond Green defender up here, I have never said no such thing. I have not said trade him at all. I did say trade Steph Curry. I did say that, but do not trade Draymond Green because I'm gonna tell you what's my thing with the Warriors. And I'm I told you guys this last week when me and Shaq were praising the Warriors, and I'm gonna say it right now. It's the resurgence. Well, I wouldn't say the resurgence, but it's the it's Jonathan Kaminga. (laughs) It's literally Jonathan Kaminga. Don't start it, Damo. no. Hey, but it's, it's it's also Andrew Wiggins. I be, I believe that Andrew I believed that Andrew Wiggins was going to turn it around, and he's starting to do that, and I, he's going to get back to his normal self. It's it's literally Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga. You add them as one and two options next to obviously Steph doing what he's doing. You got B Pods coming off the bench. Dre going Dre, right? Outside Drago of that, they gonna be all right. Drago, yeah, but they they, they still not they still not going they still not going to do nothing. I was about to say that, Mars. So at, 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 at some point, are we going to have the meltdown again? Is that what we're going to have? No, 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 no. He, he, 
No, he he chilling. He chilling. No, he ain't because we just he saw chilling. him. We just saw. We just heard what he said about Nurkic. So are we gonna have another meltdown with this dude? And now they have a beef. He knows what he can get away with and what he can't. He's not gonna. He's not gonna yeah. abuse anyone for the rest. Of the, if he does, okay, then I guess. But I don't think he's gonna abuse anyone for the rest of the season. But. They're still not gonna win. I'm not. I'm not saying they're gonna win a championship. Hey, GP two back, CP three on his way back. Why not, Mars? Why not? CP three, CP three coming back does not. He's not gonna solve it. Didn't need a win. No, it doesn't. But if they were to win, hypothetically, win what? The championship. What's the what's the what's the, what's the narratives? What's the what's the narrative? Hurry, top three is my narrative. Bakarin, that's the goat. No, Steph, the goat. Steph, the goat. Buy everybody. Buy everybody. Had this conversation. I was just joking, y'all. The Warriors are cooked. Hey, Kareem, Steph, you were the goat. Honestly, simple. I'm I'm leaning more towards Bob in this one. I ain't gonna hold you. He went with this band of misfits. <laughs> Yo, it's over, bro. I, he's I've easily seen top two, I've seen and it's just my bias not letting me put him one right now. But I would I would not be upset with anybody saying he's the goat because there's no way you win with this. This is oh my god, I don't even want to think about that summer. Oh, that's I was, a nasty summer. I was I was trying to I like because like I'm, I said, I'd be lying to you if I said I'd be around. I would not be around. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out. But like, like I was saying earlier, like I was saying earlier, Chilltown. I'm waiting. I can't. I'm waiting I can't do it. I'm out. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for this season to see if I can get, if I can get Steph in there, if I can get KD in there, if I can get Kawhi in there. You know what I'm saying? So that's I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this season to end. You know, we talked about this, but I meant like if Steph makes a run, like if Steph wins the West, or if Steph just does something crazy this year, then okay, I might be able to slide him in that top ten. But if he <laughs> wins, Chilltown, if he wins, oh, damn, God. all that top ten. Like oh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not having this conversation with nobody It'll no more. Like, cause that's that's the only way they win. That's the only way they can win is a step to go on. When I'm oh, talking about Kimba, God. Kimba at UConn, crazy run. You know, if he do something like that, okay, Steph, you got it, you got it, bro. It's yours. It I can't wait so to bad. have that legacy talk episode. But we talk about everybody whose legacy. Bro, stop, yo! You're taking years off my life listening to this. Right James now. Harden, Kawhi. This is disgusting. No way. My legacy ain't on the line. on there. No, no, not every, not legacy on the line, but just anybody oh, that everybody that's with the championship, Terrible. their legacy. All of a sudden, you know what their legacy looks like. Yeah, that's mm. gonna be a good episode. I can't wait for that. But uh, we got super chats, fellas. So. No, no, no need to continue to go on about what happens if Steph wins a title. But wait, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Who besides Steph could have the biggest leap like that? Like if who who could go on a run and win and win the and win a ring this year that it would do something like that for their legacy? Well, like, Steph, it's not like Steph is coming out of nowhere. If I'm not mistaken, is Steph not a top five player in the game today? It's not yeah, like he's. I've, I've heard a few takes about Steph. This season. It's, it's not like he's garbage, and then all of a sudden he's got to be six. Off. I'd like to I'll think that. I, I like I've heard Jalen Brunson's better than Steph Curry. The, the, no, I've heard some things. Definitely, I've heard some things. Nobody said. Shout out to Jim Jim said. With that being said, a top five player on a team that ends up with the team with the with the core of the team that won the NBA championship. All of his championships with that core, and now what they do is they end up going and making another run. I mean, is it ridiculous to, to, to for him to make a leap? I mean, how much higher can he go? That, that's what that's why I'm at with it. Like, mm. Domo has 
Step at six, if I remember correctly. Yes. Chill, I'm pretty sure you said he can't pass Kobe. You, I'm pretty sure you said that. So Steph's locked for you at 12. Yes. He, he can't go higher than 12. Ox has, I don't know where he has Steph, but he hasn't behind Scottie Pippen. So, I mean, I guess he can go a bit higher for Ox. You see that look on his face, though? <laughs> that look on his face, like, wait a minute, we might have a conversation if what we're talking about happens. He might have to come out alive. I got him somewhere, somewhere in the 14 to 19 range right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I'm sure Ox can maybe get him, maybe squeeze him in at 10, but I don't think he could get him. He just higher. said he's working on, on Kawhi, KD, and Steph getting into the top 10. Mm. Potentially on playoff runs this year, yeah. So like maybe maybe Steph could get to ten for like Ox and run. I don't know where you have Steph. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't know, but like, I doubt he's gonna climb Bron, Kareem, Magic, Bird. Um, <laughs> no, if he wins this year, he yeah. got Bron. <laughs> like oh, I don't know what to, I was explaining no. to y'all. If Steph Curry wins a ring this year, damn Bron. We not talk about Brian no more. This is Steph Curry shit. Steph Curry been running this. If he wins this year, I don't want to talk about Brian no more. This is crazy. I I just don't think Steph can go much higher. That's what that's what I'm saying. Taking it away from just Steph, if there was a player who was to go on a run and win, who could have a higher jump legacy talk wise, in my opinion, I'm looking at this. I'm I'm looking right now. The only players I could think of that, in my opinion, would have a massive leap forward in the hitting conversation that they're just not in right now because of the ring. Mm-hmm. They win this year. Giannis, if Mr. Bagless wins with this band of misfits and his co-star being, oh my it's God, dope. he has everything against him. Everything is against him this year. He is with Bay Area Kimball being coached by Doc Rivers. He has no defense. It's literally all the odds are against him. And he a better wins. Eastern Conference this year too. Honestly, East has like really caught up. So, it's crazy. What if he, Embiid he, comes back? Nah, that's Embiid with one leg. I'm not. I don't. Embiid yeah. So imagine Embiid with right. one leg comes back and wins. Okay. So I, let me let me get that. Let me get that. Let me get that. I'm still not the Dallas Giannis. Jeez. I don't Giannis. We don't care about him. He's a I thought he. Would, but even if Embiid, Embiid came and won, I don't think he would be higher than. I mean, I don't think we would start putting him in all time conversations. I'm at least like all time goat conversations. Obviously, I guess oh, he would oh, be oh, knocking oh. on the. Knocking on the all-time center list, he'll start knocking on the door. We just be like, okay, we have to start acknowledging him soon. But Giannis wins. No, he's in a. I, I don't know who I'm about to move down. He's in my top ten. He wins this year. I'm not gonna lie to you. Somebody move. It might be Will. I'm not gonna lie to you. It might. Oh, be Will. you are Will. You're talking about. Okay, I, I, t- I said that in the episode we were talking about the the Will myths. I, I was dead I actually, serious. I, 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 oh, you guys discussed Will when I went here. I, 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 oh, actually, I, 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 I actually, 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 I I mean, if you would have told me a man stood still <laughs> at the free throw, a man they had to change the free throw rules because he could just stand still and leap and dunk the ball from the free throw line. How is he not top ten? Like, it's just, <laughs> go back. You, you just missed it. I'm sorry, but yes, I'll probably end up moving Will down. But him, I would say honestly, if there was a way for this team to do it, Jimmy Butler. I, I do feel like if Jimmy actually did win hey, this year, yeah. there hey. would be a conversation had about Jimmy. 
I would say, I mean, obviously, MB comes back and wins. He would have to be in the conversation. Something I wanted at first to say, oh, man, if the Celtics win. But that wouldn't really put Tatum in the conversation. It would just be you're, like. You're missing one key person right now. I'm just saying. Am I missing one person? He played in Dallas. If he wins. Oh, no, I'm in the hey. East right now. I'm in the East. I'm in the East. I'm in the East. I'm, hey. I'm speaking in the East right now. I'm speaking in the East. That's it for the East. In the if West. It becomes serious. In the West, I do wins. agree. Kawhi win? Oh, we lost. Oh, him. damn. We had him. Yo, if Kawhi win? Top if 10. Kawhi, I'm about to say, I, we're going to have to have a conversation. Jokic wins. I feel like we might have to start having a conversation. I'm not going to lie. He mm. rings off back to back. I feel comfortable starting to have a conversation with Jokic. In order crazy. for in, in order for these guys to make, make the Warriors, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. In order for us to have these conversations, and I've had this conversation already, these guys have to be close. So Kawhi Leonard has to be close to the top ten in order for him to break the top ten. In order for that to happen, you can't I mean, just go from forty to seven. No, that doesn't well, work. Well, well, hold on. I'm not saying have him at forty. Or you can't go from thirty to you can't go from thirty to six. That's well, not one, the way that works. Well, However, one, on your list it might not work like that. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point right there. This whole thing is opinionated because I'm not even if Kawhi Leonard were to win this, you year, might go from. I, oh, damn, I'm froze. I, I I don't think that a guy who's 26 goes from 26 to seven. I don't. I just don't see. But, I don't but, see that happening. And the reason why I don't see that happening is because in order for you to make that jump, you have to at least be close to that. And I don't know. Mm -mm. Well, chill, chill. The thing about it is, it can be closer than it looks. Like thirty can be a lot closer to ten than it looks. Like let's say if we let's say if we were to type just to make it simple, if we were all to type just to budge to judge based simply on rings, right? And let's mm -hmm. say. Let's say that there's the top 10 all have five rings, and then everybody from 11 to 19 or, or 11 to 27 have two rings. And let's say that Kawhi has one ring, and then boom, he gets one more ring. He's moves to the top of the guys with two rings. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, that's so right. So let's, let's, so, let's just say, so, let's just say so, we do that. Yeah, like all I, I, these, I, get, these, I get what he's saying. He's getting, yeah, right. all these all these guys are all you're tied. In 50th place, like you yeah. could be in 50th place and closer right. to first than 51st. Does that make you sense? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like th these guys are all tied right here. Once he does on one more thing, he's gonna jump this whole group of people. You know what I mean? Wait a minute, I, I want to make sure I'm understanding you. If, if let's if, say you're running a race, we're all running right. a race, right? Hundred meter, hundred meter, hundred meters. If you there's 10 people in the race, there's 10 people right. in the race, and you no, and you come ninth, right? right? You come ninth, but you are point one seconds behind the person in first, right? And you beat the person in tenth by a second. Those You're closer to first than you yeah. are to 10th, even Those though technically you came ninth and he came 10th. Right. So maybe you okay. might rank 26 full time, right. but the gap between 26 and 15 is actually quite close, but you clear the person who's 27th. So Which like, is fair. And, and I like that logic. I can, I can definitely get with that logic, Mars. That logic actually works. But that, 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 that's legit logic, Mars. But <laughs> if you go from 20, if you go from 26, and you're closer to the guy at 15. Well, here's the difference, though, Mars. The difference is the guy at five, he ran it in almost a half a second or almost a second faster than you. So you're not close to him. Even though you might be closer to the guy at 15, that's who we should be talking about. We oh, shouldn't yeah, be I'm, talking I'm, about I'm not we, Right. We shouldn't be talking about you with the two guys that came in first and second or third. We shouldn't be talking about you and those guys. 
We should be talking about you and the guys who are around 15, 16. Now, we should do now that. Chill down. Now, chill down. Now, what if I told you mm-hmm. I got Kawhi 19th all time right now? Today. Today. What if I told you he was 19? Wow. I want to hear your 11 through 20. Yeah. No need. No need. No need. No need. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. But if, if, you told me that you, if, if you told me you had Kawhi Leonard 19th all time, I'd like for you to explain mm-hmm. why he's a top 20 player all time. What do you have that based on? I mean, I don't, but I was just asking, okay. what if I did? I would ask you to Please. explain why you, why you think he's a top 20 player all time. That's why. That's what I would do. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Kawhi. This conversation will be had if he wins. Jokic. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin Durant wins this year. Time to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like he definitely time to have a conversation. He finally won in a deemable sense. Obviously, the 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 elephant in the room to me Luca wins this year boy I don't care if I, I can have a Luca at 101 right now he wins this ring top 20 top 20 in my book Luca is like he wins with this team Luca's like that it's time to have a conversation now, I'm not so I'm not saying what the conversation on, is so, so if he's this, top this 20, ain't a bad team though that that means so so we're basing okay, this yeah. on so we're basing this on guys who won championships that's what we're doing. We're basing this on that and that alone. If Luca were to because as of today, as of today, in February of 2024, where is Luca top? Where is Luca all time? Is he a top 75 player all time? Luca is the greatest white boy I've ever seen play in my life. I ain't so asking I don't know. what you thought about him as a basketball player. I'm asking you to <laughs> <a> think. Okay. Today. <laughs> yeah. What? Not what, yo, what is wrong what with do rag, y'all? <laughs> again. Chat, is what is wrong with you? It's Luke a top 75 player all time today. No, might as well be right. Okay, so if he actually so so who are we talking about? Luca is he close to being a top 75 Damn. player? He's never if Dame okay. is the bar for top 75, Luca is literally okay. okay right so let's say let's say this man Dennis Rodman is better than Luca. What I'm, what I'm asking you, Mars, this is what I'm asking. I hate the top 75 logic to be quite honest with you. I do, I, I actually hate it, but. If we're talking about Luca being right outside of this in terms of an all-time ranking, because that's what this is about. If we're talking about Luca being right outside the top 75, well, if he let's let's say he's 77, like he's in he's ahead of Clay Thompson, right? Let's say he's 77 and he mm-hmm. wins the NBA championship in dramatic fashion and he's the finals MVP. Does he go from 77 to 20? Oh, How the hell are we doing that? Because I'd like to think that he's a lot closer to Mars's logic. I think he's a lot closer to the guys in the top 50 or maybe even the top 60 than he is to the guys in the top 20. I'd much rather, I, I'd much rather like that logic as opposed to a guy that now, if he does it twice and he's still doing what he's doing in terms of longevity and in terms of playing at a high level, then we can have a conversation, but to go from 77 to 20 of one ring, that's it. No, Mm-mm, I'm good. I mean, some Mm-mm. people value those rings a lot. Like, Thank you. Oh, don't even have James Harden in their top 30 because he hasn't won. If James Harden won in 2018, he moves up quite substantially. He'll be top 20. Luca, Luca hasn't got I the longevity, but I mean, yeah, but go ahead. We'll get to the legacy episode, and I can't wait to do this. And we'll break down all of these guys, what their legacies look like if they get a ring this year. That's going to be a, a great and nasty episode. Dama with that, Dama with that Jimmy Butler logic. Jim, Jimmy Butler would jump I'm, a lot of people. I'm thinking of myself, and I know I'm gonna get roasted for this. 
We might have to have a conversation about Doc. Oh, yeah. We can have a coach's legacy. Uh, I thought it was about Rivers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. We, we, could, we could definitely have a coach's legacy episode, too. What happens <laughs> Someone's just like, to Jay? Like, what? <laughs> All right, y'all. Ball Talk sent through a super chat and said, OKC has a top five half-court offense despite Josh Giddy. The rest of the roster full of guys who can attack, close out, and shoot. Aaron Wiggins, Kaysen Wallace, Isaiah Joe, sometimes Lou Dort. Chet. And now Gordon Hayward. That's the that's the solution. Just get Josh Giddy off the floor. Replace him with anyone else who's solid. And you'll be right. Because Ludor also doesn't really get respected. So you can't have both of them out there. At least with Ludor, you got him there for the defense. Josh Giddy don't be providing anything on defense either. I don't know what he's there for, I'm gonna be honest. This is my thing though, Ron. Like if you look at the names on that list, the people that he just named off, I have nothing negative to say about them. But what I do have an issue with is that they want us to put respect on those names because they heard Mars say those names. But, but, however, but however. bring up Keegan Murray. <laughs> and he's, he's sorry. He's mid. Yeah, these motherfuckers, man. I swear, man. <laughs> you got my boy swear, Big Oxapir cussing. Swear, future the, future the I don't get how you're trying to blame me. You got that. my man Oxapir cussing. Oxo, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you, Morris. Like this, these people just so just piss me off, Morris. That's all. That's all. Jimmy Himmy or Heim. I like Himmy. Said so. Giannis beats Jokic and makes Jokic the MVP. And then a couple. Well, of the Bucks. the Bucks beat the Nuggets, but I mean, sure. Uh, Andra15789 said, Luca already smoked Gobert in the playoffs. Dallas beat Utah. <laughs> I like burritos. Said, Amin is going to be on triple-double watch every game. No joke. He'll be like 15, 11, and 8 every game. Not 11 is rebounds, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not assists. I hope so, man. I, I like might the best I him, man. Already. I remember when I used to talk about Lonzo Ball like that, man. It's great. I remember the times. Good times. He coming back? I've seen him shooting around. He coming back? Nah, it's just, you know, expectations. You know, I thought he would be. Honestly, how everybody talks about him and Thompson now is what I've seen. But go ahead. Ball Talk sent through a super chat in response to uh... – Mr. Ox down there in the bottom left corner. He said, Keegan is nice, Big Ox. Laughing my ass off. As an OKC fan, I am very aware of the King's firepower. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Y'all ain't sneaking up on nobody, Ox. Let's 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 make sure we clear on that. Y'all ain't y'all ain't the, the firepower that the Sacramento Kings have, y'all ain't sneaking up on nobody. Nobody's falling asleep against you. We're not. We're not trying to sneak up on it. On nobody. No, it's no, it's no. hard. To, it's hard to sneak up on somebody when you're rolling in with tanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like burrito. Said every shot is either hella flat or just wide on threes. Talking about a mean Thompson. Yes. Good missiles. It's it's bad. He shoots worse than his brother. And if, you watched, if, you, if you watch the pistols. If you watch, because if you watch the Pistons, you know how bad Asar shoots. A man is worse than him. So 
Yeah, it's it's that's actually it's, crazy. It's not great. <laughs> Yo, Damo, I got two different things for you right now. All right, I got a super chat strictly for you, and I also um, got a visual. Okay. So, um, first, I'm gonna put this visual up here, and then, well, I'm gonna put the visual and the super chat up here at the same time. Do you guys recognize who this man is? <laughs> It's not funny, y'all. I'm not sorry funny about that. You gotta <laughs> recognize what is bro, going what on. What are you doing, picture. bro? This is not funny, um, dude. The caption says Darvin Ham said that he envisions using Spencer Dinwiddie in three guard lineups next to D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. Closing with lineups like this at times. <laughs> Focus, Damo. Stay with us, bro. Stay with us, big fella. Focus, Damo. Come on, Damo. man. I need you to address this super chat on the screen. <laughs> I need you to read this and answer it. Question for Dama when he gets here. Ham Sandwich said he envisions Denwiddle in a three-guard lineup with Reeves and D'Lo. Thoughts? And prayers. Listen. If my head coach feels that is the best option to use and the best way to use Spencer Dinwiddle, listen, man, I, I can only sit and trust my head coach and his coaching decisions. He coached us to a Western Conference Finals sporadically using three-guard lineups. So, obviously, this is a capable thing, and I'm assuming we're playing – you know, he's using that for games where we do play small lineups, like he's running for the Warriors – we we'll have to use that lineup. We're running into the um the Thunder, who are running a smaller lineup. You know, it it works depending on lineups. But I will say this: damn the regular season. If it comes playoff time, and we're playing like the Timberwolves, we're playing like any team that plays big. And oh, I see a three. I see Reeves, D'Lo, Dinwiddle, <laughs> LeBron, and AD touch that court. And I'm watching LeBron guard fives and and, and big, basically guards fives. And I see Denwiddle on J Mac. I am relapsing from I, I will relapse that very moment from my New Year's resolution. That is when it will die. I promise you. I'm keeping it cool right now. I, I trust it. I trust my coach until he gives me a reason not to trust him. That's how I feel about that. You, you, you ain't feeling Bron having a cup of cat? You, you don't like that idea at all? In theory, that's fine. I don't know why we're going to have Spencer Dinwiddie guarding J-Mac. And if it's not Dinwiddie, who? Reeves? We seen last year when he put Reeves on MPJ. How did, you know, I'm getting mad at Here we go. Hold on. You're not going to get me. I'm Focus, not Damo. You're good, Damo. You're good, brother. I Stay with me, Damo. It'll be wrong on me to take him back and then start complaining about the stuff he did oh, in the stop, past. That'd be, wrong, that'd be wrong on me. So I forgave him for what he did in the past already. I have Stop to look past on. that and be the bigger person. So I'm not even gonna think about what he did before. I'm gonna just know he won't make that mistake. Well, he did, but he, but he actually that's what he's talking about right now, though, Dom. He's he's talking about implementing a new system and putting them with him with D'Lo, and this actually might work. This actually might work when you put James on the floor in the playoffs in a different scenario in a good situation and against a good team. This might actually work, Dom. Listen, against, against mm. certain lineups, I see this. I envision this working very fine <laughs> against certain lineups. But I do I'm, know talking about, I'm talking about an extended period of time, Dom. I ain't talking about like for five or ten minutes. I'm talking about like we're going to have these dudes on the floor 25, 30 minutes. That's what I'm thinking. 
with Tory and Prince too. We're gonna we we're gonna shuffle Tory and Prince in this lineup too. Man, bro, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Focus, I'm gonna stay oh, with me, brother. Uh, I'm about to, about to get, we about to get demonetized in a second. So let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Listen. So you got, so you got Tory and Prince, then Witty, right? You got Tory and Prince, then Witty, and you're gonna get, and you're gonna get, and, and you're gonna get, and you're gonna get Bando healthy. So you got defense on the wing, right? You got defense on the wing. So you'll have Tory and Prince, Vando, D'Lo, Reeves, and AD. We rolling. So when Chilltros is cool, but when I do it. Say that's, say that's <laughs> that was the resolution, Mars. Nah, that was your yeah, resolution. When Chiltro is cool, mm. <laughs> I just I know Darwin. if I, 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 listen, I support Darwin too, but just understand yeah, the, the moment <laughs> the moment he causes us a series with some coaching decisions. Y'all don't want to miss that, that. That don't miss that panel episode, please. Don't it's gonna be like. This is not funny. This is it's crazy. Can't wait, wait for him to put out the three guard lineup in the playing game and you guys just lose. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Prince Liger said, Ron, I sent two super chats yesterday. You only read one. So now when I see you. Hey, Ron, I done told you about them Jamaican dudes, right? Okay, you don't want to listen. Watch what's going to happen. Oh, what? Jamaican... Jamaican too? I, I done told I mean, I guess. you. Okay. okay. You come with an aggressive happen. super chat, you Jamaican. I done, to- I done told you, Ron, and you don't want to listen to me. So watch what's going to happen. Okay. Watch. My Ron, thing is, you, I'm like Prince Liger. You shooting 50%. That's, that's good numbers. I done told this dude, and we're going to get ran up on, and I'm going to have to. Okay. We. We. I'm going to say, we. That's going to say with him. This ain't, no, hey, chill, this ain't no French class. <laughs> hey, Prince Liger's going to mess us up, y'all. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. We in this He together. on his smoke. He said, we got to <laughs> stick together. <laughs> uh, Truck in the U.S. of A said Kuzma turning down a trade to the Mavs to quote unquote build something in Washington sounds insane. Only only thing they building is bullshit. Damn, <laughs> he he just didn't want to be shifted to the third or fourth option. Laughing emojis. And, and what's wrong with wanna... that? Right. He won a championship already. Y'all right. think every NBA player just lives they. They career to just win championships. No, some guys just need one and they're content with that. Now it's about my money and my happiness playing the game I grew up playing. When people go, when people have dreams of going to the NBA, they don't have dreams of going to the NBA and being the fourth or fifth option. Everybody thinks they're about to be the savior of a city. Let him be the savior of Washington. They just brought on Jordan Poole and it didn't work. So now you need a guy that's gonna sit there and give him some points. He's perfect for that. I like it. Facts. Drink More Water said, how does this crop of MVP stack up to recent years? I feel like this year's MVP race will be the closest in a while. No one is running away record-wise and are putting up monster stats. And I mean, was Joel running was running. Yeah. yeah, he just, now he's ineligible. So now it's close. I do want to say, I think, I don't know. Giannis is being undersold in the MVP race. 100% he is. Like, the idea that for what I hear is Jokic, Shea, like they're the two main guys I'm hearing. Giannis is playing ridiculously this year, and he's not getting he's not getting enough respect for how well he's playing. So I think it's a three horse race between those three, Giannis, Shea, and Jokic. If I had to pick one, I'd probably give it to um, I'd probably give it to Jokic as of today, but I think Giannis and Jokic are the top two. So there's that. But outside Mark, of the top three, I don't know. I don't know how close this. I also want to say, uh, 
the Mavericks are on a five-game winning streak. And they're, I think, four games out of the fifth seed. Yeah, if they get to the fifth seed, Luca's right in there. Hey, with what Luca's doing right now, it's it's gonna be some serious conversation. Third game, one game, Ron out the five spot. One okay. game. Hey, all right. Their their game. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Luca is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, when I was okay. speaking about the real dark horse MVP candidate here, and that's the fact that if the Lakers. Ring off a good 12 game winning streak next super chat, please. Anthony Davis team. has a chance. No, we're not. No, no, AD no, one. we're not doing that. No, we're not. Nope, please. I mean, if they do go on a win streak like that, crazy, crazy win streak is the top 10 candidate, he gets pushed to the fifth seed. Same mm. conversation for Luka, if they if the, don't if want to win, right off 12 straight wins. Steph Curry, an MVP candidate for real. And if they do go on a win streak, it's going to be about – it ain't going to be about Anthony Davis, even though he's fantastic. It's going to be about James. Nah, That's what it's going to be about. There's only one Laker in the in the, in the top ten of MVP letters this entire season. There's only one. And he hey, has Neutral, bro. Yeah. I want to say so, yeah. I want to – Hey, let the Kings go on a crazy run and we get that DeMontis Sabonis MVP push. Oh, you got to trade De'Aaron <laughs> at that point. Hey, man. Why would we try? Why would we have to trade De'Aaron? What? 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 what, what? Yeah, what are you talking right. about? If you bring a guy in and he gets the MVP under the guy that you drafted, and you trade another guy you drafted to get him, obviously new regime, new era. Get the air the hell up out of here. Come on, man. This is Bring the monster team. Yeah. <laughs> for Fred Van Vliet, usually. That's usually who the trade package has to be. Okay, okay. Yeah, we just we, I was gonna we just gonna walk past so that. much heat. <laughs> All right, so we, we got games walk, from last right. night that I want to go ahead and get into. Uh the first game is none other than the Philadelphia Sixers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Y'all remember Cleveland was the hottest team in the league. Still technically could be the hottest team in the league, but they took an L yesterday to the Cavs. Um, thoughts on this? And Cleveland is 9-1 and one in their last – I think they were on a 10-0. Were they on a 10-game winning streak? No, nah, 9. 9-game nine winning streak? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, check, out, check out Buddy Hill. Mm-hmm. He's been rocking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Buddy Hill, Buddy Hill the snapper. I mean, that happens. Um – Mars, you got to come off that shot creation logic with Tyrese Maxey, too. You got to come off that. Why? Yeah, because he actually looks really good off the pick and roll. He actually looks really good going downhill in one-on-one. There's so no NB from the high behind, man. Yeah, yeah downhill. Have, yeah, downhill. He's cool. You might have to come off that, that whole shot. Yeah, down, downhill, I think he's and going and, and, and going left, too. He's he's actually he's actually looked really good. So I ain't saying – I'm not saying that you got to dead it, Mars, but you got you to turn that – you got to turn the volume down on that. No, I'm. You know, he's not a liability. I just don't think he can be your best perimeter shot creator. I still don't think that, but it doesn't mean he's incapable of creating a shot. Now, I do think there's a direct correlation between his shot quality <laughs> and efficiency with Embiid and without Embiid, but that's to be expected. I want to. Um, even though the Cavs lost, I've been paying more attention to the Cavs. JB Bickerstaff is doing interesting things with his rotations that are leading into... Um, he's not running all four of the main guys together all the time. So, like, you'll see Garland and Mobley, and then you'll see Mitchell and Allen together. Mm-hmm. So you still get the the interior presence, and then you still get the primary ball-handling duties of your two guards. And you don't lose too much of their value, which I think is a... That's a recipe for success in the playoffs. My concern was Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland coming back, takes the ball out of Donovan Mitchell's hands, 
and they can't coexist. But if they don't have to coexist that much, it can work. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's very interesting. Also, you don't then have two six one guys on the perimeter defending all the time. So I, I like I like what I like what I'm seeing from Cleveland in general. Now they lost last night, but I do like what I'm seeing from Cleveland in general. So. Mm-hmm. Very is, it a situation, is it a situation where he's like picking and choosing between who will finish the game between D. Mitch and Garland, or he's oh no, they, they, they the close, staggering they, they, they close, close. they close, they, they stagger, they but they're, they're all gonna close. But um, Darius Garland plays without the ball better than I thought. Like, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a few times where like he'll cut across the lane, get into the middle of the paint, and then you got Evan Mobley who seems to dunk everything. Oh, I don't know what it is around the rim, he's dunking everything. So, shout out to him. Um, and it allows Darius Garland to like it's like it's like so you see when Steph Curry and Draymond run a pick and roll and then they blitz Steph and then Draymond Green is like playing the four and three. It has that same effect without Darius Garland having to set a screen. So it gives Darius Garland the free reign of the middle of the court and then it allows him to make decisions. So um JB Bickerstaff is doing a good job over there. I, I like what I'm seeing from him. He, he put the ball in Donovan Mitchell's hands and made him more of the shot creator slash playmaker slash distributor for Cleveland and made Darius Garland play off the basketball a little bit more, getting the ball to Evan Mobley around the basket. And they actually play a lot faster with uh, Evan Mobley and, and, and Jared Allen because, you know, those dudes at the rim, they rebound. They could get the ball out a lot quicker. Now they started slow yesterday. I didn't like. I didn't like how. I did not like how they came out yesterday. I did not like that. They started slow. Philly was getting whatever they wanted, and I mean, I was able to. I, w- I was able to chime in on the game last night because I was watching the. I was doing the the Denver Milwaukee game, so we was able to peek in on that game. But with that being said, I like what I'm seeing in Cleveland. I'm on the train. I am. Moving along, fellas. The next game that happened last night was. The Indiana Pacers going to Charlotte and getting packed up. The Hornets won 111 to 102. Miles Bridges, 2010 and 7. Tyrese Halliburton, mediocre game, 13 points, 12 assists. Shout out to shout out to Miles Bridges for vetoing any trades. You ain't screwing my money up. You ain't sending me to Phoenix and having me turn into an eight and six guy. And now all of a sudden I gotta go into contract negotiations with this. Nope, I ain't trying to hear that. Uh-uh. Nah. I'm gonna stay right here. I'm 22 and eight, and now we're gonna go off for that. Shout out the miles, shout, shout out the miles bridges for that. The Thunder shouldn't have let Mitchich go. <laughs> I agree. And I said that when I found out he was in the trade, I, I didn't like the trade as much. I don't think they should have let him go. I think that's I think that was a bad decision on their part. But um Brandon Miller, generally speaking, I've apologized to him like seven times this year. I need to apologize to him again. Keep apologizing every time he's very good. Miller is very good. We was going off what we saw, Mars, last year in the the summer league. That's what we were going off of. What we saw in the summer league, he looked like a dude who was clueless, who had no idea what he was doing at the pro level. That's what he looked like. I listen, man. I love doing victory laps on players' choice, especially when it comes to the young guys that I'm right about. And when I sat here on draft day and was screamed out about. Talent over need. You draft talent over need of team. No, man, fit works. When you when it's like this, you draft. He's more talented. I mean, now he's more talented, but even at the time, well, one, I knew he was more talented. But I'm just saying, at the time, the perception was, oh, it's close between him and school. That could be fine, even if you believe that. 
the fit works because of what you have. And the summer league thing, I mean, I when I seen James Lashley quit the game of basketball and say, you know what? <laughs> I I'll wait. I'll go back. I'll go back. Y'all keep this. I'll retry. I knew that that summer league unit was just awful. So I couldn't even blame him for not knowing what to do because none of them knew what to do. They were just out there playing AAU basketball in the summer. So I wasn't even mad at that. I knew he just had to get his reins in. He had to get his, his flow going. He's playing for the jail hornets. It is what it is. I knew it was only a matter of time before it picked up. I'm glad he's out here looking like PG 2.0. It's a reason he said Paul George is his GOAT. And that's because he patterns his game after him. I love it. It's interesting seeing teams force Tyrese Halliburton left, by the way. But well, yeah, let's digress. Next thing, super chat. You don't want to talk about, do you, Ron? You don't, you don't want to discuss say, that, huh? Ron, come on, man. Let's talk about. You, it. you want to talk about that, huh? My man, my man, truck in the U.S. of A. just sent through a big time mm-hmm. donation. So we gotta like, y'all don't want to respect, bro. Now we want to respect. No, super chat. Absolutely, that's fine. Go ahead, Ron. Well, why am I saying Ruby Rose name in a super chat? In, anybody besides Prince Liker gets their super chat respected. But uh Truck in the US of A said, nah, my boy, it don't work. Or it it he said, nah, my boy, it don't. Kuz is not saving anything. Only thing he's doing is basically on BS with Jay Poole, playing terribly. He playing so bad he fumbled Ruby Rose. But if he wants to be Dollar Tree, Dollar Tree Kevin Durant, more power to him. Again, I don't expect people who've never even sniffed. Like the stuff that they're doing to understand this man won a chip already. If he wants to spend the rest of his NBA career collecting the most money he can while playing basketball and living a certain lifestyle, why not? I don't blame him. It's funny, Domo wasn't here and he said verbatim the same thing we said an hour ago in this group. The same thing, yeah. We we discussed this earlier and verbatim what you just said. We, 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 not every dude shows up to the NBA wanting to be KD, not every one of them do. No, not every dude shows up to the NBA wanting to be James or Jordan. Not every one of them does. No, that's not what happened. Now I will say, now I will say, I would feel slightly different if this was a loser talk. If this was a, a guy who's never won and he showed this and I'd be like, all right, well, obviously he's a loser, but hey, make his money. I'm not going to get mad if a loser wanted to make money. Cool's won. Any, that's a big any difference. 20, any 29 too, Donald. Only that part. I ain't like he's 22 or 23. Oh, yeah, he's 29 like, years old. He still has plenty of time to change his mind. Like, you know what? Maybe I do want to win again. Or I, I just want to get this after he just signed an extension. And in, in another five years or another four years, I can get another bag. And then I'm good. Let me talk to all you, all you young hoopers out there. Get the money. <laughs> get the money. Your knees ain't going to last forever. Your ankles, anything can happen. Get that money. Facts. Love the game, respect the game. You know what I'm saying? Play your heart out, play the right way. But man, please, please prioritize the bag over a piece of jewelry because you could you could buy jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Just go get that money. Yeah, man. what Gilbert ring to say? You can you could buy an NBA ring for like ten k. Nah, get that money, man. It's it's you want to you want to win. Don't ever play to lose. Don't ever play to lose. But especially as a young man, like. You got people to take care of. You know what I'm saying? Prioritize. If you're not one of the upper echelon money. guys, don't sacrifice your money for. Now nah, I will know. say well, that. Well, well Mars, those guys, those guys are going to oh. get paid regardless. They exactly. Got so they can. They got endorsement deals. Yeah. They're making more money. money. Don't sacrifice the money. They're making more money off the court than most of these guys are making on the court. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you're not one of those top three, top two guys on your team, bro, you man. If I'm the fifth starter, big ops, come I'm trying to get bread. If I'm the if I'm a rotation guy, I'm trying to get bread because 
I'm not James. I'm never going to be that good. I'm never going to be Luca. I'm not going to be that. So if I'm the fifth starter, I'm talking. I'm talking about contracts. What does my contract look like? Give me a break, man. right? And because oh, right. the every, every, everyone, everyone who's on the '94 Rockets, they just get viewed as the people Hakeem carried. Who talks about Otis Thorpe? No, no, like, no, he, he's mean, champion. no one will no respect Otis Thorpe because right. they don't care about you. Your legacy isn't going to be decided by how many rings you have if right. you're Mario Ellie or anyone else on those like Rockets teams or the people they right. say dirt carry. The only reason people talk about JJ Barea is because he locked up LeBron James. They just use him in LeBron James talking points. Right? So right. if they're not going to care about you in 20 years, don't sacrifice your bread to try and appease those people. That's no, but here's saying. here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing, though. Even if you do, we gotta decide, move on after this, Ox. Yeah, even, even if you do decide that you want to go get the ring, you can go play with this person, that person. It's still slight. It's a still slight chance that you win. Like you still probably not gonna win. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah, hard. It's not guaranteed bro. unless you join like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's different. That's different. Like, but other than that, go get that money. Londini the genie said, even though the Warriors are not contenders, do you think they will end up in the playoffs? Yeah. No, nah, I don't know. I don't I, think they can be. I, 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 don't don't think they can, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. No, I don't. I don't no, think they can be not. the Lakers in the playing game or Dallas. So, yeah, they got Steph Curry, though. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> miss the playoffs. <laughs> 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 they got Steph Curry. Yeah, that's the only thing. So, if it's a one game situation, man, I'm just, I don't know. Pimp named Slickback said, Chill, I think your longevity argument. For Luca is important. That's like us putting Josh Allen in the top twenty all-time QBs already. Pump breaks. No, is it, like it is not. No, it's not like that at all. Josh Allen wishes he had the amount of goddamn talent and skill Luca has at the game of basketball. Stop. He doesn't. Does he not? I don't know. No, don't so. compared to Luca, no, no. I mean, Josh Allen, Josh Allen is Josh Allen is cool. He is not no Luca. What? Right, okay. I thought like that's a difference. Luca is upper echelon. Josh Allen, I mean, so Luca's like Joe not, Burrow, or and no, Luca is like no, he better than that. I don't want to say Lamar. Do I want to say Lamar? Clears. Yeah, he ain't clear this year. Do I want to say Lamar? I mean, he was. I can't say Mahomes. Mahomes is just too much. Clear. I'm not, not Mahomes. Mahomes got rings. I'm talking I'm about saying, saying, Mahomes. You can so say Lamar. I was saying Lamar because I think Lamar. I think Lamar's. Everybody good? Yep. On a different good. level than Josh Allen. That's what I was saying, Lamar. Oh, I'm, I'm froze. Oh, back. All right, back. You yeah, I think I, I would say Lamar is definitely on a oh, – cool, cool. I think Lamar's on a different level than Josh Allen. I think he's one tier above Josh Allen. I don't think that highly of Josh Allen. And maybe just because I'm a Dolphins fan, so it's biased if you want to say that. But Josh Allen gets <sighs> – Josh Allen ain't like that. I ain't, ain't going to hold you. I'd rather – no, because I'm not Justin Herbert. I'd rather have Justin Herbert. I think it's racist that people want to put Josh Allen in these conversations because he's white in the things that he do. Because if he was just another, if he was just another brother, it would just be fake Lamar Jackson talks. It would just be all his lunch on Lamar. We just got dying Lamar. So the fact that he's white is actually adding to what he's doing. So I feel it's reverse racism. If, if he was white, if he was black, he'd be Dak Prescott. Fellas, oh, that, we got to move on than to that, the next though. game. And he is, but that's you how we think that because he's white. <laughs> the next game of the night was between the Spurs and the Raptors, and the Spurs beat the Raptors 122-99 to behind a triple-double from Victor Himbenyama in typically an unconventional way, but I feel like this is going to be a trend for Victor. 
He had 27 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, which means he had 10 blocks. Yes, Victor Wimayama had 10 blocks last night in a triple-double. How are we feeling about this? He's going to be the best defensive player in the game at some point. And I don't think it's going to – I think there's going to be a considerable gap when he is. I don't think it's going to be a question. He's the future of basketball. I said that last year, and I stand on that. He's going to be the best defensive player ever. In my opinion. Mars, the child want to know if those were ethical or unethical blocks. Um, That was one that was questionable. But, I mean, the block is a block. The Scotty Barnes one was maybe questionable. The one but, like, I mean – about that I, I left a comment on the TikTok a few days ago saying I think Wemby will get a few quadruple doubles in his career. Seeing he's already got a game of 10 blocks, I'm pretty confident he's gonna get a few quadruple doubles in his career. Mm-hmm. He, that's mm-hmm. his second triple double of his of his career already. He got one against the Pistons with assists, so he's capable of getting a tennis this game. His passing is improving, it feels like every week. He might like, Hakeem has the most, right? Quadruple doubles. How many does he have? Like three, two? He actually one got called back. He should have four of them. Okay, he got three. Wemby, Wemby will have the most when his career is done. I'm like 50% sure. 50%. It's 50-50. But I think he'll have the most when his career is done. Just the pace of the game increasing. So there's more opportunities for more assists, more possessions, blah, blah, blah. Um, assisting people for threes. Makes more is easier than assisting people for layups because there's threes every possession. All he needs is his teammates to get hot, and he's gonna end his career with quite a few ten block games. So yeah, I got I got yeah. Wemby getting a few. He could have had one last it. night. He had seven turnovers. He was almost there. <laughs> but moving along, uh, the Bulls beat the Hawks last night, one thirty six to one twenty six. Uh, IU and Demar both had twenty nine. Trey Young nineteen and fourteen. Mm. The Pelicans. Oh, Beat the Grizzlies, ninety-six to eighty-seven. You know the the the, the Grizzlies are the worst offense I've ever seen. Did Triple J play again? Yeah, he had twenty. Memphis, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Get him off the court, Tank. What are y'all doing? That tanking with him. No. Oh my God! I seen y'all sign GG to a four-year. Shout out GG Jackson. Y'all heard it here first about the kid. That man's nice South Carolina legend. Get that off the court. Stop playing him. Dinner, it's amazing uh, to me that Jaron Jackson still can't rebound, by the way. He can't. It's amazing no, I, he's still playing. That's it's, amazing. Damo, it's, it's simple as just torn ligaments and a finger on the left hand. That's all it takes in the NBA nowadays. Literally. Oh, yeah. he, 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 he got some bruised I ligaments. Think, I don't think Adam Silver would look at the Grizzlies any differently if they shut him down and just said... He's probably, he's probably disappointed he in him for playing him. Andrew Silver, yeah. like, this is this is not what I created. What are you doing? Ron, you know that chick that just keep hanging around and the next thing you know, she ain't really that good looking, but you end up smashing her? That's what the Bulls are. That's exactly who the Chicago Bulls are. <laughs> 100%. I love these analogies, man. That's, uh, that, that's what the Bulls are. Chill has unlimited chick analogies. I love it. That's what the Bulls are. Hey, chill, it usually happens during the time of a night where we, you know, we, we, we meet up with the crew around like eight or nine. I'm like, ooh, ooh. And then as the night goes on, I'm like, man, I kind of hype that. Then I'm like, I, can I hype that a little bit? He's like, yeah, fam, you you met her way better than what she really is. Like, way All right. But still cracking, right. though. And by the end of the night, it's like, well, I mean, you know what? I you, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. 
But so, I uh, mean, after uh, uh, you know, after a while, you know what I'm saying, might as well. All right, so I'm keeping it lit. Zen Master said, "L.A. Clippers equals flip mode squad." Hmm. Bust around. Uh, Major hmm. Look said, "How we feeling about my Warriors? We rolling." Yeah. There you go. Jamaica's Choice said, "Don't be fooled, guys. My Warriors still trash." <laughs> Why do you sound like a vampire when you try and do a Jamaican accent? I'm like I'm working on it, y'all. <laughs> Zero just vibing said a PC all time thirty quote unquote serious list would be nice. Can you guys? You can't do, serious, you can't do it. You can't do a combined top thirty because everyone just values different things. You'd have to get everyone's top thirty separately. <clears throat> like you can't be like. Get short to rank number one, then I do two, and then Domi does. We, we couldn't do it like that. We can do everybody's yep. list, though. Oh, it's dope, that way. If, uh, yeah, I'm saying that's how you'd have to do it. That's how you'd have to do it. You can't do it where it's like someone rank one, someone rank two. So, because I promise you, I'm gonna end up putting like Jalen Green at six. Yeah, see, see? that's what I'm about to say. See, see that one, that one, will, that one will be dope until somebody gets mad because a player that they didn't like. So, okay, fuck yeah, so that's what you'd have to do the cumulative version. You'd have to do the cumulative version because if you do it that way, it's gonna get unserious quick. And I'm, I would be saying. Hey, so but real quick, though, Showtime, because I want I wanted to bring some up just a few seconds ago. Speaking of Trey Young, um, because some people got mad at me about that yesterday. But speaking of Trey Young, I was putting together a list of my own yesterday. I'm like, how many other WNBA players are bust Trey Young? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna give you one. I'm not gonna do too much. Please, but I forgot, please. I forgot about the real point guard. I forgot about the real point guard, Chelsea Gray. Oh, uh, Chelsea Gray a torch Trey Young. This is nuts. But that's he all I had to say. That's, that's all I had to say, Chilton. That's all he would I had to destroy say. her. Chelsea, Chelsea Gray is cooking. She's nice, though. I ain't gonna fight that. She is super nice. That's the real point guard. I did watch Andre Blatch, and I didn't know think? he was that nice with the peel. Okay. I'm watching this dude. He's, he's got step backs with the with the with the yeah. with the left to right. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't remember this dude like this. I remember him in Washington, but I don't remember him like this. In Brooklyn, it was way different. Way different. Him getting to the back. Right? I don't like, want to hate on Andre Blatch. I got a few to get through. Uh, truck in the U.S. of A. said, "Is Triple J trying to get sixty-five for contract purposes? All defensive teams? He ain't making. <laughs> I mean, he ain't gonna make it. You don't think so? Well, defensive team, power? not necessarily the all defensive team, but games played that might be in the contract. That may Maybe, very well be. But the all defensive team, he ain't making it regardless. So, all right, y'all. Pimp named Slickback said." <clears throat> Josh Allen career playoffs equals 105 QB rating, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, and 10 playoff games. Damo, you are being insanely biased. What? You're saying that because he's white. All right. Pimp named Slickback also said, also Mahomes is in my top three right now. The dude has Magic Johnson slash Larry Bird resume to start his career with the talent of LeBron slash MJ. This is historic. He's awesome. I want to argue that. He is awesome. Uh, Dave, 100 times, said, if Maxi leads the Sixers to a ship, what are the talks? That's Troller. crazy. Troller. If, if they did win, oh my God. I think that says Troller. more about Nick Nuss than anyone. Tra but trade and beat. Embiid is traded. Yeah, if they did it's win, not, I'm going to lie. Not, not, not hurts Embiid. Trade and beat. It's if not they possible. Win, it's not, it's not trade and beat. 
Even though they're not. But gonna imagine do. it happen, man. Just imagine it happen. But if they did, trade on, Embiid, your imagination. Yeah, and be and Bead's legacy is cooked. If they yeah, if they get past the second rounds without him, his legacy. Like if they're in the East Finals without Embiid, yeah, he's cooked regardless. Even if they don't lose the finals, that could. Ron, I'd have to, I'd have to be off shrooms to have my imagination going that wild. No way. When the UPS man gets there, he might deliver you some. Um, Stefan said, "Warriors are looking way better. Might have a run." Nope. The ship just sinking slower. That's all. Last so y'all can't, y'all can't use some imagination with Steph Curry. We had the imagination. We also questioned earlier, but he we said did, they we, might. We, I'm just saying they would. Right. We did, we did, we did. You're right. <laughs> Londini the genie with the last super chat of the day. He saved the best for last. He Dom said, so Darvsma Ben Hamden. Dom, Damo, so goddamn well with that. You started that, mm-hmm. Damo, by the way. You did start that. I started what? You started that. So, Darvin, 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 Darvin Ben Hamden. Yeah, you started that. 100% you did. Yes, that's all you, Damo. Yes. <laughs> Now you now you're gonna have to going through the airport getting te- getting getting checked like that. He should you. he should he should he should he should be checked. He should they gonna be like sir hands out of your pocket because <laughs> of you, Damo. Hey Damo, you the you the type you the type when you go through the airport. If you if your bag is pulled and you they gotta go through it, you you be pissed about that or you just you just kick it like all right, go ahead, or you be pissed. Um I ain't gonna lie, in all my experience flying, they ain't never had to go through my bag, but I I wouldn't have a problem with him, and I'm just trying to get through this line, gang. I ain't trying to make nothing. I, I ain't trying to inconvenience nobody. I'm a nice guy. I'm really like uh, the nicest guy ever. Like, I, they check my bag. All right, go ahead, man. Just I don't want that. Ooh, I, don't want that. I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want the officer touching my balls, though. You, you look out. That's a fact. You don't, hey, you don't touch me. Search the bag if you, you don't need touch me. Don't not touch you. me. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about searching the bag. I'm not talking about stripping. Yeah, yeah, not you. This search the bag. You don't gotta. I'm gonna comply. Just so I don't get touched. Just, hey, go ahead, search it. Mars be in there talking. He be like, "Man, this is fucking stupid." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you think I got? Weapons of mass destruction. Mars be talking. Shit. <laughs> okay, totally. All right, y'all. So, uh, we got three members that I want to shout out, and we got Open Gym next. Uh, winner became a YouTube member. Daniel Day and Truck in the U.S. of A. Shout out to all of our new members. Y'all tap in tomorrow. We will be here at the same exact time. Check us on playback later today. It will be me and none other than the kid gifted. Real All right, quick, guys. Fluent, fluent and chill. Mo- fluent and chill is on Tuesday nights now. It's not on Thursdays anymore. It's on Tuesday nights now, eight o'clock. I'll host. We're not announcing that. I'll host. Wrong Fluent and chill. Clock. Clock out, fool. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out of here. Later. Oh, look who it is. What's up with your way? Dub C. Let's go. Dub C. You all right, Dub C? I'm good. Good. Chill out. Sure. All right, y'all. We out of here. All right, yo. Out. Dub, why you look younger right now? <laughs>